what you got going on for the rest of the day? Oh, uh, honestly, weird cold open. Another exciting episode of The Push, presented by Bodyslam.net by this guy right here. What's up, Cash? How you doing, what's buddy? What's, wait, what's up, Dom? What are you doing? I did it right that time. <laughs> Dude, it's been a long time since the two of us. It's been three us. weeks. It's been three weeks. And then we did, but that was within, uh, we had a guest on that one, so it's been I was going to say, it's been, been a long, yeah. it's been a long time since the two of us just had an episode where we're just rapping. We're not really doing anything. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's get right down to business. First and foremost, I love that intro. Thank you. That that intro is tight, and it's way better than us doing the song. And and you know how I feel about the song, but yeah. I think at this point we need to we need to get rid of our song. We'll bring it back. For, we'll bring it back for special occasions. Exactly, special occasions, yeah. special yeah. events. It's an attraction, much like Brock Lesnar, mm. who we saw last night, took back everything. Well, that's that's wishful thinking that you said we saw it because you wait you saw it wait there it is you saw it I was watching GCW yeah but you didn't watch all right well if you didn't watch day one did you at least watch Cobra Kai come on man it's Cobra Kai I know here's what happened (sighs) here's what happened let me tell you what happened. Sorry to all our listeners, I, too. I told my friend uh, that I've watched all of them with, my best friend that comes over and hangs out and watches all my TV shows uh-huh. with me. I told her that I was about to watch it without her because she uh, was not here. <clears throat> and I could tell she was okay. She was like, that's fine if you have to. I was like, yeah, I'm going to. It's your fault. And I was talking all shit, and then I felt bad about it. So Yeah, no, nah, if you're watching it with somebody else, that's up. Yeah, that's we've, watched three, we're, we've watched three whole seasons uh, together, so I figured I'd just wait. But... Yeah, no, I was going to just do it anyway. I was just going to be like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it while you're gone. But I, she probably expects me to have watched it already, so I wouldn't doubt if she hasn't popped it on at her boyfriend's house and watched it anyway. But I'll get to it. Somebody like me, it's easy for me to tune off of social mm-hmm. media and avoid the spoilers. Have you avoided the spoilers yet? Yeah, yeah. My my Twitter and uh, social media is geared solely to wrestling spoilers and not uh, <laughs> and not Cobra Kai spoilers. So I missed uh, I missed all spoilers so far. It's like a, it's like an inadvertent filter. Like any other yeah. spoiler couldn't come through if you if yeah. it wanted to. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I could. I, I I literally would have to search it out. So I'd have to go find it at this point. Um, my buddy and I were talking shit about that too. Like he was like. He uh, he's a big radio station guy down here in the uh, in the south, and he was uh, talking about how like uh, he he loves wrestling. He always goes with me to some shows and stuff, and he was talking about how he's been trying to engage with wrestling Twitter, and it's just not worked. Just nobody, you know. I mean, every right. time he tries to have wrestling conversations, just his Twitter account just doesn't do it. And I'm like, well, that's because your audience is not a wrestling Twitter audience. You've built your audience from your radio station uh, 
gig and not just cultivating organic wrestling bullshit on your Twitter. So you're like asking for an audience to reach back. It's not. So that's like what I do with my Cobra Kai. My audience is solely re- like wrestling on my Twitter right now, basically. So I can't find anything else if I tried. <laughs> See, I don't go looking for conversations. I just, I think I feel like I just text people that I'm close with and I'd be like, if you haven't watched it, watch it. And then I just bug mm-hmm. them to watch it until yeah. they do. And they lie to me or they admit that they liked it. And then either way, I'm just like, see, I told you. Yeah, so good. <laughs> what did it take you to long? But nah, we'll do good. a whole other. It's, it's, it's probably in the cards tonight. I was going to say today, but I know my Falcons have to lose to the Bills uh, today because that's what we do. Uh, that's the one o'clock game. So I got to watch that here in a little bit. And then after that, uh, probably get into it. There's a lot up in the air for the birds, too. I'll tell you one team that did not disappoint me is Notre Dame. Hey, same, they, the Bulldogs, huh? No, no, no. Notre Dame didn't disappoint me because they disappointed me. They no. the, the longest standing tradition is that they lose their bowl game. So Oh, so it's like a Yeah. Yeah. So like I was un, I was unpleasantly unsurprised. Okay. Does that sound right? Well, that congratulations right. on the Irish, huh? <laughs> For not disappointing you or disappointing you, whatever it was. I don't know. Either way, good for you. Look, I could talk. I, it's been a while since the two of us just Bullshitted? went back and forth like this. Yeah, that's what we're honestly, do. I, well, I could do that all day, but we're I want to get into some. I want to get into some fan interactive stuff right off the bat. Okay. Since only one of us watched day one and only one of us watched GCW last night, it's really going to be a recounting of what happened as opposed to a discussion. Mm-hmm. So let's start off right off the bat. By saying Miss Underscore Keys eighty eight, congratulations! You just received your um, yeah. She just received her John Cena shirt that she won back in August. So oh. yeah, so I'm, we're doing uh, giveaways now. We're doing that. So we're housekeeping she, first. She received it. I told her because of the delay that she's going to receive something else, and I'm pretty sure she's listening. So I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, you're receiving a signed EC three eight by ten. With the certificate of authenticity from ProWrestlingTees.com. And look at that. Look at you, man. Snow Chris. Jordan, You're my buddy who won the Lonnie Poffo poem. I regret to inform, I still have not sent that out, but I have it. I completely forgot about that one because it was in a folder. I saw it like a week ago. I was like, oh my God, I got to send this out. But in addition to that, you're also getting a signed Ricky hey. and Robbie 8x10, also with the. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Tees certificate of authenticity. I don't have that one. I should have that one. Somebody should give that one to me. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and for <laughs> also being so patient and not being like, where the hell is Fuck my those guys. Yeah, yeah. giveaway? Um, so you're but you're both getting something in addition. What's up? Is it? I'm going to say when you when it's time, let me know and I'll we'll go to this next. The time is uh, now because I have the winner right off the bat. We're finally finally, finally announcing the winner of the Edge finally. rated R. Funko Pop. Get it up in there, guys. Unopened. It's win our shit. Finally, guys. This is on Dom. I apologize. I I wanted him to because it's it's because I can't pick. I don't want to be picking because I want I don't want to be accused of being biased because I know (laughs) so many people and it's happened before. Oh, true. true. And I have cheated to cheated before and given a friend something that they wanted. So it's it's fair. It's all fair. I I'm not gonna be accused of it again because I will cheat to win first people. So yeah, this this one, <laughs> Dom is gonna pick it and the uh, winner of this Edge Funko. Well, we're gonna we're gonna announce it 
but I'm going to tease it because did you at least see or hear about his entrance last night? Uh, it was a brood entrance. Was that right? It was the brood entrance with the uh, with the music. I hope my boy Gangrel got paid on that one because I believe he owns the rights to that, right? Like that's his uh, property. I don't know. Is it? I I know that he was. I think it's a Jim his... Johnston. That's got to be a Jim Johnston song because I know he uses it on the Indies, but it's the Indies right. and who's, nobody's gonna fucking. Mm. But here's about. here's the thing though. Gangrel was ahead of his time when it came to that because he owned his own image and likeness back when Vince kind of just bought all of that up and nobody really thought twice about it. But even back when I remember on uh, the cassette tapes for like uh, WWF Volume 4 and WWF Aggression and all of that, you would see the same owners on the inside jacket of all of the different songs and all that, blah, 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 mm. except for Gangrel's. You would always see that his were owned by Gangrel, and the name Gangrel had its own trademark next to it. So I always thought that he was kind of, that's just how he was, and he owned that as well. I Either well, way, it says, I, I'm, 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 reading, I'm, I'm reading an article. I'm reading an article right now mm -hmm. uh, from his interview with Chris Van Vliet, our, our okay. boy, big friend of the show, Chris, TVV. Is uh, he? I'm a big fan um, of him, dude. I'm not going to lie. He's, I mean, we're... We're buddies. I don't know if he watches our show, but he's a friend of mine, so I'm sure that he'll okay. support anything that we say he does. Uh, it's from last year, or two years ago now, because we're in 2022. But um, it says right here uh, what he on what he thought when he first heard his interest theme. He said, well, I thought they stole it from the Toadies Possum Kingdom. So if he says they, oh. then it's not him. So okay. obviously it's Jim Johnston. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a shame. I was hoping yeah, he said, nobody was hears get it but me. He said, nobody hears it but me, but I know they gave them that music to listen to. So the first time I heard it, it was a dry rehearsal under the ring on Sunday, like literally an hour before the show, and it kicked in. But I could hear the underlyings from Possum Kingdom and the reverse masking and all the stuff they did in it. Just, yeah, so I think – I'm not positive. I'm going to have to read this whole article now. It's not the time to actually read an article about a song. But – uh, Either way, shout out to Chris. Either Van way, Lee. it's a good jam. Shout out it's to a good Gale. jam. And shout out to All the right. winner of our rated. Why do I keep saying our? Yeah, no, I got it right that time. Our rated R superstar Funko Pop Edge. It is Riho Enthusiast. That's the hey, Twitter hey. handle for our winner, Riho Enthusiast. And I'm going to be honest. I'm a little biased on this. I don't know who you are, Riho Enthusiast, but when I clicked on your profile, the uh, Twitter hand, or the Twitter banner was a uh, fan sign that says Vince Fears Hook. And I said, boom, that's it. You win. Because we're living in the church of Hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the church I mean, of Hook. So that He is my new best friend. So. I know, right? You don't know yeah. it. You might, you're probably not even listening. You might be listening, which would be cool if you are. If you are, drop a comment. But um, either way, you're you're our winner of the rated RKO. Why do I keep saying that, man? I'm all over the place. Our rated R superstar, you're rusty. Funko Pop. That's why. It's because I keep saying Funko. But uh, oh, what's up, Jay Shell? Listening. What's up, Jay Shell? <laughs> How are you? Hey, hold on. What's this production value? What's my? What did I infringe on now? I infringe on all types of gimmicks, but like I'm not even <laughs> sure what I did now. Oh, oh, come Besties on. Besties is come my on. gimmick. J-Shell, listen, <laughs> said, listen, girl. 
Hold on. I, I love you, but Cass and I have been best friends since before you were even born. Girl. No, she was talking about me claiming Hook as being my new best friend. Oh. <laughs> See, I said new best friend, not besties. See, technically, it's not really a friend to the gimmick. It's we're running alongside the gimmick. I'm, I'm, I'm running gotcha. along with you. I feel like Hook is a friend to us all. You know what I mean? He's like, a it's not... He's a universal friend. Yes. <laughs> he's everybody's he's, friend. He's someone that we can all worship. Mm-hmm. Somebody that we can all put on a pedestal above us all and and hold up as kind of, you know, if, if we had to give the, the best and brightest of our of our collective species, yeah. it would be him. Not yeah, him as I, in Cass. It would be him as in Hook. I think we can all agree on that, right? There's there's not really yeah. any discussion or any uh, any need to go back and forth on that. It's Hook. It's Hook. So and we had a anyway. I, uh, I yeah, and I got to hang out with him for a little bit in Minneapolis. That was super fun, man. It was a fun trip. It, all right, all right. Stop rubbing it in. Yeah, I'm anyway. going to. I'm going to. My new best friend and I. We uh, we hit it off. Anyway, for that reason. <laughs> Jay making me laugh in the comments. Uh, no, anyway, dude, for great. that re- for I'm that just, reason, that's that's what we're laughing at. In case anybody was wondering, you, you, if you're listening to us on our audio platforms, anyway, hop over to the YouTube or the Twitch gimmick and view us on there instead. Throw throwing love back to our winner, Reho enthusiast. For for that reason alone, Hook Fear or Vince Fears Hook, you are the winner of our Edge Funko Pop. And yeah, so what? Well, either uh, all, we'll, we'll either all reach out or. Yeah, yeah, reach exactly. out, get the address, and I'll mail that out to you to, uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, first of the week this week. I was gonna say, don't don't get ahead of yourself because let's be honest. What is with <laughs> all this, this shit talking today, man? Like, oh, you're the one putting it on blast. Anyway, so uh, don't get ahead of yourself because I like to think of myself as the responsible one between the two of us, and it took me about four four and a half months for me to get my winners uh yeah. there's and i'm still actually if you're snow jordan you're still waiting for it still but waiting i do have what i'm gonna give away next i have a few more eight by tens yeah these were uh it, it, look if you already uh subscribe to the pro wrestling crate then you probably have seen a lot of these before and i apologize if you already subscribe to it because these are going to be giveaways that you already have but one of our winners is going to win a swaggle eight by ten and again, all of these are certified as authentic by ProWrestlingTees.com. Another one is going to win. And I'm kind of sad to give this one away. No, no offense. Did, to speaking Swaggle, of Pro Wrestling Tees, did you get your information stolen? Did you get the letter saying that your credit card info got stolen? No. Did you hear about all that last week? No. When did that happen? Oh, dude, fucking April. And they didn't let, they didn't acknowledge it until fucking November, and they didn't send anything out to people until this month. Interesting. So yeah, but it happened in April. I, I don't think anything yeah. happened to me. And Dude, I'm usually yeah, good with checking my uh, checking my like credit. How history. many times did I be? How many times this year was I like fucked? You, my accounts in the negative, and I had to like get a new card because my shit got stolen. Like three. Yeah, you know what? I honestly just thought that was you lying to me this whole time, and and kind of. Uh, Kind of just <laughs> passing the buck on somebody else for being irresponsible and spending all your money. That's yeah, it's true. true. It's That's it's true. true. Jay Shaw, I don't even I don't even follow Twitter. I'm, I'm in and out <laughs> on Twitter. I feel like I I have to keep a correspondence with my messages on people. Like I'm sending belated Merry Christmas <laughs> to people that I I'm friends with on Twitter. Um, <sighs> I I enjoy, and you know what? It makes me a more appreciative wrestling fan. I've said this time and time again on this show. By tuning out and by also by waiting 
and then binge watching maybe like a month's worth of rolls in one time, I get more of an appreciation for the show and for what the storytellers are trying to do. Because instead of seeing one piece of the puzzle and then waiting a week to dissect it and complain about it or, or analyze it, um, I'm watching it all at once and I'm seeing the start to finish on a storyline in one sitting. And yeah, maybe I'm fast forward and throw a lot of, at least the commercials, but whatever. I think that's a big problem with wrestling fans today is that they're, it's not that they're impatient. It's just that there's too much outlet for uh, analyzing what we see when we forget that it's just a chapter of what's going to be an overall story. Um, Sam, that I was watching with my girlfriend, didn't see anything wrestling related for maybe the past month, month and a half, just because with the holidays, it's hard to stay on top of everything. Yeah. So she's watching wrestlers like Edge that she loves and RK Bro, um, and she's seeing the storyline of what's been happening. Not so much with RK Bro, but at least with the Edge storyline, um, she's watching it fresh and she's watching the the vignette for it beforehand, and it tells a more compelling story than like the hokiness that you saw in real time of Edge versus Miz um, and all the different you know talk shows that they decided to go back and forth with so i don't know that's just me going off on i I think it's a lot of times social media and it's not a new concept but a lot of times just plugging out of social media and plugging out of um just watching it week to week so that you can binge watch it like you do any other show that you love makes you more appreciative of the product um that being said, do you want to stick with WWE, Cass? And do you want to keep talking about WWE, or do you want to move over to GCW and what you saw last night? Or we could talk about something I know uh, both of us are doing. Right now, I'm at up to 1996, uh, June, in my WCW uh, Nitro and pay-per-view watch. Okay. Line. Where are you it, on yours? Hold on. If that's what we're going to do, I, I forgot. I got it. I got it. Um, the second giveaway. The second giveaway, before we get into where we're We're at. We're just giving everything away today. Yeah, it's Wyndom stuff, and it's a new year, new me. Happy New Year. Old stuff's got to go. So somebody's getting a swoggle. Somebody else is getting a Brian Pillman Jr. signed 8x10. I don't know if that came up well. Was there a glare on that? Yeah, but that's all back. Well, here, I'll hold it back here. It's a little easier to see there without the glare. Yeah, no, I see it. He's... I got to hold it on an angle. My, uh... My studio ring, the thing that all the, the influencers have, broke. So I was like, all right, let's go. I'm just not going to use it. Now, I have one more giveaway. And this may or may not. Is this an actual thing? Also. Right. Yo, is anybody other than Jay Shell listening? She is blowing up the comments, just hating on Pillman Jr. Why? Why? She got beef. Oh, on? dude, you don't follow news. I'll tell you that off the air, too. There's, Ooh, there's okay. been some stuff. Ah, really? All right. Well, yeah. then, look. Then I'm um, glad to have one more. And this is – it's hard to be controversial with this one. I got this. This is truly a Wyndham stuff thing. This has been following me around for – This one's coming off your shelf, it looks like. It looks like you're pulling this one right off of your shit, like literally. It is. And this has been following me around for 20-plus years. So this oh, did not God come damn. from Pro Wrestling Crate. This is something that I got at the Scholastic Book Fair – in like fifth grade, what? it is an unauthorized biography Dude. of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Unauthorized by the World Wrestling Federation, WCW, 
because you know they're they're separate yeah. entities at this point. Yeah, they were, yeah. Steve Austin or anyone involved with them. By, wow, that's by a uh, I don't know if you could say it's kind of hard to get mm-hmm. it on there, but I see it 100. I remember the book fair. When is this? Uh, so this was. That was probably eight dollars or twelve bucks right there, but it was probably worth every fucking penny. Four four ninety five, but with inflation, wow. it might as well have been like five hundred. Like the the actual inflation value is like a six hundred dollar classic. Yeah, right yeah, there, right, right now with where that would have. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to find the the year on it. There's no there's <laughs> there's usually a uh, a copyright I mean, page. There's I not even say, a copyright uh, page. <laughs> well, let's look. I mean, I can tell you this for you. Let me see the cover. Yeah. Let me see All the cover. I mean, it's look. You got like a three ninety. Nope. Seven or eight. Nope. Nine. 2001. 2001. Oh, you're older. You're younger than me. Dude, I'm so much younger than you. Look, I still have mm-hmm. my youthful glow. Yeah, and I'm losing all my hair. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Then J Shell pops up in the comments like, you're both old. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, y'all are old as shit. Dude, last right. night when she didn't know last night when she didn't know who Johnny Knoxville not was, I was like, oh my God, this is the oldest I've felt in a conversation we've had in a long time. That's understandable. Johnny Knoxville is Oh, dude, he looks so old. I didn't realize how old he was until I saw his face. I'm like, fuck, he is old. Yeah, she was. Let's give him the three. rumble. Let's give him the rumble. Dude, exactly. So when Jackass was happening, she was negative three years old. So I've had, so. I've had this book since before co-managing editor of Bodyslam.net has been uh, Jay Jay Nicole has been yeah. alive. Yeah. Crazy. And let's say what's up to new friend of the show. H Dracon. What's up, H Dracon? Uh so anyway, how do you win this stuff? Right? How do you, you win go it? to it's easy, guys. Body Slam underscore pod on Twitter and you take a screenshot showing that you follow us and subscribe to us on our YouTube, which also is... follow the Body Slam main page too, the bodyslam.net account. We got you both. Let's do both. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Anyway, mm-hmm. so everything's up go... here in the corner, then the in the top right hand corner. Those are the accounts you need to follow. Right above yes, Don. follow that. Follow these accounts on Twitter. If you're listening, not on YouTube, it is Body Slam underscore Pod and Body Slam Net. Follow them on Twitter. Then take a screenshot to show that you subscribe to us on YouTube and find the uh, the the pinned tweet at the top of the Body Slam underscore Pod podcast. Throw that uh, throw that screenshot in the uh, comments, and we're gonna go from there, and we're gonna find. <laughs> and we're gonna find the winner from there. That's how we've uh, that's how we've done it in the past. It's it's tried and true. We have a long six month history of doing it with two winners, three winners and, now. <laughs> and next year, next year, guys, we'll announce the winners of the contest again. No, I'm just kidding. We'll get more. We'll get the winners out faster this time. We're gonna be better about that. It's not gonna yeah, take so. eight months to get get winners announced, but. Rio enthusiast, this is coming to you. Uh, touch base with us. I'll send that out to you first of the week. I promise. So Dracon gets to, unless you want to talk about GCW first. We'll, we'll get to them later. We'll talk about some stuff. Let's. Okay. All right. Well, then I want to get to something that that Dracon mentioned. And uh, again, Jay Shell has her show at six, and she's going to go more in depth on this as well. But uh, so so if you're listening to us, make sure you tune back later today and, and pop in on her show on the same channel. Yeah, for the debut of ADHD Divas or ADH Divas uh, with uh, Jay Shell and Haley and Kylie, that's a fun, I believe. That's yeah. a cool name. I was going to say, this this girl has more shows popping out. She's got a few shows now, right? Dude, she's she's got 
I don't can't even keep track, bro. She's got <laughs> Fantasy Booking Friday. We've got right? Shelly Speaks, her interview series. We've got ADHD Divas. She's got other stuff. ADHD Divas, bro. Come on. Dude, Get it I, right. I, I, I'm, You're the face I'm, of this organization. And she's the one carrying it now. This is true. <laughs> anyway, so to those listening, uh, what we're if you're re- following along in the comments, then you already know what we're talking about. But one of the big uh, big storylines coming out of day one last night was that Big E lost the title to, of all people, Brock Lesnar, because Roman Reigns ended up getting COVID, um, which sucks. You know, sucks to hear. Sorry to hear about that. Hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they threw Brock into the Raw title match. Uh, came out last after Big E. Um, He's a which, free agent, bro. He can nah, bounce around. No, nah, no, nah, I get that. That he put him in there. And look, I'm going to preface this by saying I am, still am, and always have been a mark for Brock Lesnar. Uh, again, since actually since his debut in early 2000s, um, but. You post you you sent me something last night that was very telling. It was um, something that somebody else posted on Twitter that was a breakdown mm-hmm. of Big E's matches since he won the title, and it was just so sad to see. It was just loss, loss, DQ, oh. loss, loss, loss. Yeah, I'll pull it up right now so we can go through it. Yeah, yeah, if you have so, it, pull it up. Yeah, since Big E won the title on uh, September thirteenth, uh, he has he lost to Roman in a triple threat. Uh, with the bloodline in the trios or whatever on the 12th, a week later, the 20th. So seven days later, he lost uh, in a triple threat. Uh, then on October 10th, he lost to the Usos by countout. Uh, then again, Rollins and the Usos on uh, November 15th, lost to Roman at Survivor Series, lost to Owens by DQ, 11-29, lost to Bobby Lashley, uh, just 13th, and then loses the title to Brock at day one. So in a, what, four-month, or how many months is that? They have three, four month title reign. He lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven key matches in three months. Like, and that's your world champion. Yeah. Now, look, let me play devil's advocate because that's what I do. That's what I'm trained for, right? Um, that isn't 100% indicative of what's to come. But I fear that they don't have anything to come for. Biggie moving forward, and it's because if you're watching the match, he looks strong in the match. But look, that doesn't mean anything for moving forward. Moving forward, I think that match built up a lot more for Bobby Lashley on Raw than it did for Biggie. After the match, when when Brock is standing there with the title, they're going yeah, back they and a... doing they're doing camera angles to uh, to Bobby, not to Biggie. Big E was kind of just like another person that just happened to be there, right? And I fear that although this setup, yeah, Brock has the title, right? And it was obviously something that they weren't planning for. It's not like this was the plan going in. It was, you know, but I I do think that regardless of what the plan is moving forward, I think they they still are going to continue to push Lashley to the moon, which they've been doing, and I love to see because you know how I feel about Lashley. I've loved <laughs> this is Dude, what this you, is the theme the of the night. Hot, you're the biggest yeah, hot Bobby Lashley supporter I know. Well, I feel like I can't I can't claim 
number one status over Toph and Mike over at the brother show, the Jabronis. Um, I, I think it's a three-way tie between the three of us, to be honest with you. But yeah, you're, it's true. I love Lashley, dude. I love anybody that anybody that has a military background and then jumps into pro wrestling. I automatically love you, right? And Lashley is just such a pure athlete. I I'm still bitter over the way that they just broke up uh, the hurt business. It had such potential to just like, there's no reason why that shouldn't, that gimmick shouldn't still be happening right now, like untouched completely as it was. That said, I at least love that they're still pushing Bobby and I think he's probably going to win the Rumble. And I think that leads to him versus Brock at some point before WrestleMania, honestly. I think Bobby wins the Rumble and he cashes in you know, on Brock prior to the rumble. And then regardless of what happens there, may, you know, now I'm fantasy booking, but I think watching day one, my overall criticism, not criticism, but uh, what I was expecting and didn't see was a lot more of setting the stage for what we're going to see down the line uh, for the rest of 2022. And obviously that was the case no more so than in the main event because it's like, oh, you know, we're going into 2022 and Brock is the champion. Um, yeah, exactly. So as much as I feel like they did justice to Bobby Lashley, even though he didn't win the match, I I worry that Big E is just going to be lost in the shuffle coming out of this. Um, mm. And he's just going to go back to, to kind of, doing the comedy um, babyface gimmick without getting a real serious run at the title anytime soon. And that sucks mm -hmm. because it's easier to stomach his lackluster title reign. If he lost that match, knowing that there's something exciting to look forward to going into the rumble, like he's got a lot of momentum and he needs to win that title back. Cause that's his title. Brock just comes in out of nowhere. I could get behind that. And I'm still excited to see Lashley looking hot going into the rumble because I think that might be the story that they tell. Um, but you know how I feel about, in fact, I'm right here, all three of them, if you can see, but um, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, it sucks to you, see. You always give them the benefit of the doubt. You always do. And Who, new day or WWE, you, you do, do WWE. Who do you I, give, oh, WWE. Yeah. you're always like, it's not going to be as bad as you think it is. And brother, it is, right. it's, it is, this was hot shot booking because they got hit with that COVID shit, which kind of their own fault too. Fuck, you know, the same week that they announced they're not testing for COVID anymore. They get hit with fucking COVID bad and lose two of their top stars to COVID for the week. Yeah. Well, <sighs> And, and you know like, what? Like, like you know that there's like oh they'll fix it on raw no they won't they're fucking trying to write that shit today to fix what happened this weekend and then they're gonna have to rip it up on Monday and it'll be a whole nother fucking like just hot shotted makeshift fucking plan right there before raw tomorrow night right. so I mean I don't know I mean we got what three months to the rumble almost four so no dude we got four yeah weeks. I mean not rumble weeks. I meant mania mania Excuse oh me. the mania yeah yeah so we've have... got. Four weeks yeah. to the day for the Rumble, though. Okay. And don't, look, don't overshoot the Rumble. They, they're going to make the Rumble a big event this year. And Is it in February this year? No, nah, it's January 28th. It's four weeks to the day okay. today. All right? So, or I'm sorry, the 29th. January 29th. Now, I, 
one thing that should be said is they cleaned house with the roster and there's a lot of fresh faces, a lot of fresh faces on NXT, a lot of people from NXT that are now on Rollins Smackdown. Um, and I don't want to brush past what you said a few minutes ago. I am always taking the, uh, you know, the, the WWE stance, not because I agree with it or not even because I like it, but just because it, it, that's my job on this show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, you are the Stephen A. Smith to my whoever I am or whatever. You oh, dude, thank you. Thank you. Nice Philly reference too. I like it. Mm -hmm. But, and you know what? So is, uh, so is Butler like Butler. uh, I'm just going to, this is a shoot Butler on the jabronis. Very, 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 very rarely actually believes what he's saying on the show. It's just, you know, he takes that, that approach. Um, and I'd like to think with me, it's more that I'm just hoping and yeah, you you are a wishful thinking guy. You're a half glass full. Like I hope for the best kind of like I'm gonna argue that. But dude, you're not wrong. Uh, you're yeah. not wrong. They they constantly screw it up. And I think it when it comes, I was rewatching some of the matches that I was dozing in and out of last night. I was rewatching them this morning, and I thought to myself, you know, regardless of whether they're overtly taking this kind of racist thoughts into account, or they're just oblivious in not thinking about it. They're constantly just focusing on telling a wrestling storyline at the expense of the the pop culture significance that they have. And I think sometimes, like, it was, I'll tell you, I, I thought this when they were doing the vignette with uh, Bianca. There was a, a vignette with Bianca because she wasn't on the show, but they did a really good vignette with her and it did put a package together showing um, just her being the EST. And it got me thinking, not that it was right at the time, and you know how much backlash there was. I'm sure Jay Shell can, can mention this. I mean, she was more hot about it than I was. When Bianca lost to Becky at SummerSlam as quickly as she did, mm-hmm. it took away everything that they built up, right? Right. And it was like, what the hell is the t- – why? Like, why? Like, you just ruined her. Uh, okay. All right. So, no, nah, I totally get it. Um, but here's the thing with telling that, and and again, only one woman's match that could have been for a million different reasons, though. That could have been because of COVID. It could have been they were, you know, short staffed on the roster, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, oh, short staffed on the roster is their own fucking doing, dude. They well, yeah, you know what I mean. But as far as like who they would have to have travel as opposed to who they had local to be able to fill in the, you know, I, I don't know, whatever. I'm speaking outside of my. Uh, You're once again like it's not. It might not be as bad as it is. No, it's as bad. Right. And yeah, uh, Drake. I'm, I'm going to shoot off real quick because Dracon mentioned that Rampage Street fight was fire, and I want to talk about that, and I want to compare it to the the Becky Liv Tyler uh, Liv Tyler Liv Morgan match um, that we did. Yes, she freaking did. Liv did so good. Won me over. I was. Kind of, not that I had anything against Liv. I, it's, it wasn't anything against her personality or her character, what she was saying. It was just hard for me to buy her in-ring product. And um, and then eventually I, I kind of just, you know, fizzled out on her. But last night she did so well. And I could now seriously buy into her as a, a real... Mm main event contender for the women's title. Whereas prior to last night, I really couldn't. 
And I don't know if that's you know how much that is uh, Becky being being a good ring partner too. Um, but dude, lived it so well. Last I just think night, a lot regardless. of it has to do. I think a lot of Liv's stuff is how much she's extra she's putting into it. Because like there was that articles that came out a couple weeks ago or last week or two weeks ago about her training with Natalia and Natalia's like new uh, dungeon. You know what I mean? Like oh, her okay. version of the heart dungeon. Dude, uh, it shows. Her, I, it, she was her, just throwing uh, everything into it. That match yeah. was amazing. You got to watch that match. That was my match mm-hmm. of the night. And as awesome as that rampage, rampage backstreet or street fight. Why do I keep saying back? Oh my! Because the backstreet boys, they're back, back streets back. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Come on, let's do it. I I enjoyed the Liv and Becky match. <laughs> more mm-hmm. than the street fight because and you know me this is as i get older like the the blood and gore stuff it's just like oh just because they can't do it doesn't mean they mean to like oh don't go through that like all that blood on on uh on um the bunny i was just like oh man like it it's like when i watch ufc it's like i can appreciate what i'm watching but at the same time it's like oh man don't get hurt don't get hurt <laughs> whereas live and becky told such an amazing story and it didn't look choreographed. It I bought into every second of the match. Even the spots where you think they're they're botching. The only one that looks like it was an actual wasn't there a botch at the end? Yeah, I was well, gonna say, I didn't see it, so I was gonna ask you about that. Wasn't there a botch at the end with the ropes or something? Because I just saw people talking about it. I didn't actually see it myself. Be- Becky was trying to get her foot on the ropes so that she could steal the victory, and she mm-hmm. was too far away to do it. So the botch, dude. What's was- funny about that? That right there, I've I, w- I was on a loop uh, for NXT, and Eva Marie was trying to do that, where she was trying to use the ropes. She couldn't get her foot on the ropes; just kept missing the ropes to get the leverage. And people fucking went nuts, and it was like, this is why she's garbage. And it was like a, the biggest like yeah. rip about her being shitty. But yeah, Becky will do it. They'll be like, ah, it's not her fault. She was, you know, what I mean, right. Well, and that's look, a bias. That's a bias I'm, too. Exactly. And the point point I'm trying to make with that is. It's not even necessarily a botch. It's only a botch because people expect that that was something that was planned so that they could later tell the storyline that she had to cheat to win. And it's like, nah, like, yeah, maybe, but you don't know that. And even still, it doesn't take away from the in-ring product, which was that she was trying to cheat to win. She didn't need to. She still won. As far as what we saw in the ring and what we were told, it was still an amazing match. Even the portions where it looked like they were offbeat or like out of pace with each other i bought into that because it looked like they countered so well or that it was either planned or it was a real fight situation where like that's what you would do like you wouldn't just wait for her to take you down you would counter and then be like bam you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i've i bought into every second of it and i'm looking at it like man this might be a five-star match as far i don't you know it's either thumbs up or thumbs down somebody that hasn't watched it that's a, that seems like a stretch. To well, be like a Becky Lynch uh, going to match was a five star match. I mean, I'm dude, just but saying. The star system is so subjective. Like your five yeah, stars versus my five, and that's why I say I don't normally like that. I like yeah. it's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Either watch it or don't watch it. Right? Definitely watch it. Um, the whole show, top to bottom, I thought was a good show. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It didn't give me enough of all right here's the stage that we're setting going into 2022 i was hoping that we were going to see a lot more people get propped up that didn't um and i'm anxious for the rumble to see how the results of day one play out 
I'm going to reserve my personal judgment on, you know, it, the thing with Big E was too hard not to mention, right? Because it was just so, like, it's one thing to see him lose the title. It's another thing to see him lose the title and not have anywhere to go afterwards. Because it looks like going forward they have a story to tell. And even if that story to tell is only Brock versus Roman between now and the Rumble, and his champion first champion. I'm afraid that's where it's going. You might not even see the title on Raw for months. And I... I honestly am kind of wondering if they're going to do a unification in in the brand split. That's what I was thinking, too. And I kind of hope that. I mean, because, like, if you think about it, like, if they're as much as they've thinned out their roster, maybe that's why. So that way you don't have so many people trying to... You're not trying to separate and do two brands and just do one again. And then you have... You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. That's another devil's advocate. Maybe this that's part of it, you know, thinking, like mindset. But yeah, that's just more wishful thinking. Like, I don't definitely don't think that's the case. I think it's just it is what is there. And we're just mm-hmm. you know, now without spending. No, I want to be positive. I want to stay positive and be that. that Do you want to talk more about positivity. this AEW stuff? The AEW match on Friday? Cause sure. But the one thing I want to mention. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say one more thing about WWE, and then let's switch over. Let's be done with day one altogether. Done with it. The crowd, looked, for, was the, the crowd looked great. Yeah, and I agree. And that's surprising to me because ticket sales were doing so bad. It yeah. looked like they're leading up to the show, and then it looked like it was completely fucking sold out last Dude, night. you see a lot of people without masks on now. Dude, I or saw... Or, like, wearing their mask. And I was like, I would be nervous It's the South, bro. It's Atlanta there. in the South, my man. Like, you don't I, live I down it. here with us. Like, I... I wear a mask out in the out and about, and people look at me to where I'm like, should I just take this off? Because I feel like I'm, <laughs> yeah, like it's like I'm sorry, am I bothering yeah. you guys? I mean, I'm not meaning to be weird. I, by wearing I couldn't mask, help but, but get a little anxious as I was sitting there watching it last night. Like, if I was in that crowd, I would be like really worried <laughs> that I'm Dude, gonna. It's a southern something. crowd, like they don't give a shit. Like, yeah. wait, do you still, did you see the football games that were going on at the same time down here? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But look, all right. So the one thing that I want to say about the card last night. Regardless of how I feel about how they did um, Big E, even how they did Lashley, and honestly, I didn't even mention how they did KO. I don't want to see KO in WWE anymore because too I bad he freaking... resigned. Oh, did he? Dude, where are you at? You didn't realize that either. Yeah, he resigned. Nah. He's there. Well, then I hope they start doing Long-term. right by this Big man. Money. Big I, money. I thought that they were writing him this way because he's on his way out. But man. No, they resigned him last last two weeks ago, last week. Well, good. I'm glad he got his money because I hate seeing his just fodder. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really happy to hear that that man is getting paid well because he deserves it because he's so much better than they portray him. Anyway, all that being said, I love Brock as champ right now, right now, right. This is a different Brock is champ. He's staying in the ring pose. This is a different Brock. You see the stuff. Wait, wait, wait. You see the stuff on Twitter when he gets out of the ring and he's taking pictures with people with fans. Mm-hmm. You know that's cool. You don't see that. That's it's been yeah, a long time. That's right? what I was saying. Like this is it, you, you're seeing more personality out of Brock than you have before. So at least it's not the same Brock Lesnar character yeah. getting the belt that we've had. This is more of the mid two thousands when he was like doing Eddie Guerrero stuff and dancing around and, you know what I mean? And, you know, so and it's, it's, it's different. It's different, but I mean, like people say, man, it is Brock again. It is like, Oh, you, and you said, you know, maybe, you know, we go months without seeing the title on raw, but recent history would say the opposite. He's been yeah. showing up. He's been, He's been showing up. And I, I think 
keep forgive me if I'm wrong because I'm not the one that's in with the wrestling knowledge here. But didn't he sign his most recent contract for like a lot more dates? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the case, or yeah, so, sure the case, or it's worked into where if they need him for more dates, they just pay him more money. Yeah, so <laughs> and, and he's older now. He's not contemplating other ventures, other you know combat ventures, the same way he would have been four or five years ago. He was so, using those to leverage more money back then. Anyway, I think he was pretty much done. Yeah, yeah, he he so. was, but he doesn't have that to leverage anymore. Yeah, he can't do that anymore. You're right. Yeah, it's and much... he's you know still going to get big money. He just might have to get on a plane a few more times a year mm-hmm. to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's still the I'm highest contract for. in the con- in the company. You know. Yeah. Easily. So, like, I I'm excited for that. Um, I just hope, and I'm 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 really excited to see Lashley versus Brock one on one, and I hope it goes twenty minutes, twenty plus minutes. Even yeah, that's if been it's a lot everybody's just, wanted for a long time. A so. long time, dude. Um, and they planted the seeds, and I just it just sucks to think that Big E is going to be lost in the shuffle because of that. Um, yeah. unless, you know, but anyway, let's move on now, and let's get into. Do you want to do AEW or you want to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm we'll excited do a- to hear about GCW. We'll do- We'll do AEW because there's a lot of people we're talking about in the comments, so we can bust out some of those as well. So, like that, eight, uh, did you watch Rampage? I assume you did. Did you talk about the women's match? The street fight was a completely different type of amazing. It was. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, like, all four of these women don't need to put their body through this for any of the people watching to get invested in them as characters. Not just because they're hot, not just because you know they're they're women, just because all of them have been putting in solid product, right? Yeah, and like like this kind of here, and they've got multiple. I mean, they're doing a good job of storylines and keeping everybody as many people as they can right. busy on TV. So, dude, watching Ty's in ring product now as opposed to when she first signed with AEW is like night and day. Same thing mm. with Anna, right? Mm. Um, and and Bunny's always been fire. I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. Good point, Dracon. Yeah. What did? Bunny, uh, he, he, for those listening and not watching live, he says that Bunny and Penelope specifically needed a good street fight more than a good match to be able to get over in that regard. And and you're probably right, man. Like, I, I, I totally see that. Um, Jay Shell, I did not see what tweet. Just assume that I never saw any tweet or anything that goes out. Unless it gets screenshot to me, I don't really see it. Um, oh, I'm so far. I was so far up in the comments, too. I'm, like, not even down at the bottom. I was trying to catch up. So I don't even know what it's, we're down there yet. Yeah. Um, every time I look over, I lose my train of thought, so I'm trying not to <laughs> look yeah. at it too much. I'm just waiting for you to pop them up. Um, but yeah, that that match was awesome to watch. And again, half the time, because Bunny was just crimson mask, you know, as they say. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other people got blood. And some of, like, you know, the botch there was that at one point, uh, the table didn't break when... Uh, Penelope did a moonsault on, I think it was Ty, um, from the top turnbuckle onto a table on the floor. And I'm like, man, is that even a botch? Because that looks like it hurts. Yeah, it's like that looked like it hurts so much more than if the table did break. And Um, she got up and sold it. She's just like, "Ah, whatever, you know, like, they still use that table later. They still incorporated it it in. They went through it eventually. Um, man, it was, uh, it was wild. Uh, J Cell, the uh, the J the the uh, swole thing. Uh, I got caught up on it a very little bit last night. I did. I missed all of it until I saw uh, what you showed me, Cass, and kind of chatted me up on it. Um, 
yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, like man. So my thing on that whole swole shit and is, you're allowed. She's. I mean, you're allowed to not enjoy working somewhere. And then when you leave, you're allowed to be like, you know, I didn't. You know, I had some issues. I didn't like working there. I mean, she never buried Tony personally. She talked about. She talked nicely about Tony. Just didn't like some of the stuff with the 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 work experience, right? Mm-hmm. And you like so if you work at Walmart, you know what I mean, and you leave walmart because you don't like it right and then say you tweet about like it later like yeah you know i just i don't like working for walmart walmart's not gonna jump on twitter and be like yeah well you were a shitty fucking cashier anyway right right you know what i mean and right. like dude you don't do that you don't there was no that, reason for him to do that and to be so yeah. defensive and to be so unprofessional with his twitter 100 percent. not to mention if you're going to release the woman now she's an independent like she's she's self-employed now so mm-hmm. even if she is taking digs at you, even if you don't agree with it, even if you do think that it's um, not correct or, you know, not correct re- representation of yourself, like you run a bigger company. You know yeah. what I mean? She's working for she's in business for herself. Like you reach out to her privately and you try to, you know, ask, well, what do you think we're doing wrong? What can we do better? You don't dig her out on Twitter because mm-hmm. either she's. Either it's a serious complaint that she has that you should be exactly, exactly. It's and I had that comment about it too. He, I. Mm. That's Jay, dude. Jay, bring that back that up. To bring me. that back up. He was doing because... that to me. He did that to me too for a little bit when I was getting outed and pushed away from all these scrums and banished as well. It's it was fucking with my money, and I was a little salty about my like punishment yeah. timeout from like the AEW. That's scrums what you don't. Stuff. That's what you don't do. You don't release somebody and then. Exactly, guys. Exactly. That's that's you guys. You guys put into one sentence what my entire view was last night and today. Um, that sucks. Like, like you're you're bigger than that. You know what I mean? And even if even if like, look, either that's how she either that's how Swole really feels, or she's trying to set up some bookings coming out. Either no, that's way, how she feels. that was I, legit. But that's but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Either way. Like you, you can't even give the benefit of the doubt either way because in either scenario, Tony's out of line. Fucking, you know 100% what I mean? Out of line, dude. And it is like, oh yeah. And you know that he was just there's new. You know they were all at the New Year's Eve party and he is drinking. Like not to be that guy, but like, well, you know I'm that, not going to say that. I'm not going to. I'll that. say it. I've I know it. I've been to New Year's and Eve. And that's party. why I can't say it because you say it. I I've can't say it. I got to be the squeaky before. clean. <laughs> Like I've been to their New Year's Eve party, dude. Like I know, like it was New Year's Eve. You know that they're partying. You know it's like, man, maybe I, you probably shouldn't like party and tweet. Like I don't. You know I what don't. I was doing on? You know what I was doing on New Year's Eve? I was binge watching Cobra Kai. Like a true. You fan. know what I was doing? Watching GCW because uh, till infinity because we had a post dude, show about it. Can we get into it now? I would love Who to. It was a GCW weekend, by the way. Let's get into it. Who was on the two card? GC, what was the two best? Two GCW shows and a JCW show this weekend. So it was a three. JCW, like a, what's that? That's that's uh, Brett's uh, little side hustle. He's got an East Coast, like, kind of like a JC, okay. GCW developmental. It's Jersey Championship Wrestling. And then oh, in the West Coast, they've oh, got, they just opened up LA Fights. So it's kind of like your more, um, cool. un, your lesser known, like, smaller, uh, not so popular or not so well-known talents can come in and make make a name for themselves and then get better Love bookings. That. That's what JCW and LA Fights kind of does. So they always like piggyback and we'll do like a JCW free show on their YouTube the same weekend that they have okay. these big uh, GCW blowouts and stuff like that. And 
GCW definitely like. I was gonna. I like saw my that man comment. Mike said. Mike yeah, said. Mike and I did the po- uh, podcast on uh, Friday night. Mike was there with us, uh, with me, and he was on last night too. Uh, Mr. Purple, Mike was, and we, dude, we had a big, we had a good time watching that this weekend. So, yeah, Friday night was their New Year's Eve till infinity, and that was a long show. It started at eight p.m. and it didn't end until like twelve forty-five or something really? like that. Yeah. Were there a lot of matches on the card, or was it yeah. just a lot? Yeah, of- there was, there was okay. a lot of matches. Um, Who were some of the names that that I would recognize? Oh shit! From well, this whole weekend, that that I would recognize, uh, not necessarily Allie, that like anybody would recognize. Allie, you know the people Allie, I like. Charlie okay. Evans and Alley Catch was a good one on uh, Friday night. Um, dude, I'm just gonna just pull up the whole card. I'll just write it down for you real quick because there was so much on those shows, and I'm I'll actually at this point we'll probably get you confused. Uh, well, look, while you're pulling that up, hit the highlights. Right here. I got it right here. I'm, hit the I'll highlights of what happened. So on uh, Till Infinity was the, the show. We had uh, PCO brought back the Extreme Championship, the GCW Extreme title, which had been three years, I think, almost to the day since he had defended it. Um, so when he left you know, GCW a couple years ago and went to Ring of Honor and doing all that shit, he took the, they just kind of took the belt with him and, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh Absconded? Anyway, as, yeah, so it was gone, and then it came back. So they had a big, uh, you know, that was a big surprise to start the show. And then he had a mystery opponent open challenge, and it was Matt Tremont. So Matt Tremont, oh, came out they had a, cool. Yeah, they had a good match to start the show. PCO won. Okay. Uh, then, well, so that and that's him coming out of retirement, right? Tremont no, because he's been with. Yeah, Tremont wrestled uh, Onita at Halloween night. You know, fucking Onita. You know, FMW Onita. They had the exploding barbed wire death match shit uh, there in uh, Jersey. Did he? Yeah, and Tremont was oh, in the hospital for fucking weeks because Anita yeah, threw him into yeah. the explosions. And he was, dude, oh, he was in the hospital my God, for weeks. Right. So Tremont's right. wrestled once wait, or twice since then. But but didn't Tre- when 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 we had Amir on, um, uh, or I'm sorry, not Amir, Emil J. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't he just talking about how they just did like a uh, like a retirement like? Yeah, yeah. So he had, they it was last year they did that, and then he had uh, his big comeback match was the Onita match at how on Halloween the uh, okay. Yeah, Destiny. It was FMWE and H2O Destiny was the name of the show. And it was Tremont versus Onita in like a dream like match, barbed wire okay. match. And Onita brought his like crew over to build the thing. It was a whole big ordeal too because Onita showed up with fucking Rob Feinstein and kind of hijacked the show. And nobody knew Feinstein was – that's a whole other thing. But I remember that, that now. I remember all yeah, that and now. And then yeah. Onita, you know, Tremont ended up in the hospital for weeks after that show. Uh so he's wrestled once or twice since then, but good friend of the show, Tony Deppen, wrestled also. He wrestled Cole yeah. Hadrick, or Cole Radder, excuse me. Uh, then we had Jimmy Lloyd wrestling Ho Ho Loon, uh, fresh off his uh, NXT uh, run, and Ho Ho Loon out there did his GCW debut. Uh, then Jack Cartwheel and Nick Wayne. Uh, Jack Cartwheel defeated Nick Wayne on Friday night. Uh, both of those two are going to be futures of this business. Nick Wayne is incredible, dude. He's 16 years old. And really, yeah, he's Damn. 16 years old. He's just, Dude, I don't know how these kids, this, that's the thing. I don't know how these kids this young handle like being a big name on the Indies and then like going to school and just being a wrestler. Like that's why I love when we, when we had, um, uh, Billy Starks on, mm-hmm. it was like 
it was so cool to just be like, how are you handling all this? And like, so right. well spoken and just so polished already for everything you're going through. It's like, when I was that age, I was stressing the SATs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, making the rounds in whatever new state that I've never been to. Yeah. So, uh, man, good for yeah. him. That's awesome. Onita is working bully way, bully Ray at the 2300 arena, Dom, by yeah. the way, in your, well, that's not the first time they had that match. Uh, uh, you know what? I think that is the first time they've had now. that match. Onita and Bully Ray, they've never wrestled. Didn't they just have a match together at, no. in Philly? Bully Ray wrestled somebody in Philly that was like a big name at some show that, uh, that Toph went to recently. They set up this match at that. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Did Onita yeah. pop out or? I don't know. I think they just set it up. Bully Ray wrestled somebody, then they set up that Onita thing. I don't really know. Okay, you have to ask. I wasn't there, man. I I wasn't either. Yeah, that's what's coming up. But um, that was. I I had my last final that night. Actually, my last. My last test. My last school. Now that you know, if anybody watched The Departed, school is out. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm reading the comments. Um, I. I, But yeah, I don't think I'm going to go to that show. I think I'm going to go to the the two events that I already paid tickets for. Or paid for tickets, and then I'm gonna settle down now uh, with with going to live events until uh, until everything's you know simmers down with the whole COVID. The exact thing. opposite for me, my friend. I'm about you're not in a position run. to be That's able to. This yeah, I mean, but you're always you on the road, though. Yeah, no. But here's the thing. I mean, busy, I come busy rest of my month. Yeah, um, I am going to to Raw when they come to Philly. Um, oh, nice. And I'm looking forward to that. We got club seats too, so we can sit a little far back and get a little bit more socially distant through the elevator thing. So, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying, trying to, you know, trying to follow the, the ever changing protocols, right? As they say. But mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to that. But I think as far as everything else, it's going to be, unfortunately, back to watching games and, and watching events on the couch. Let's but, uh, get into let's GCW. Let's though, get, let's I keep want going to back into it. So, we also after Jack Cartwheel and Nick Wayne, and so like I said, Nick Wayne's 16th. He's he's gonna be he's the future, bro. He and he's he's like we were talking about on the post show the other night. Like uh, I think Mike and I were discussing it. He it looks he's hitting a growth spurt. So he's like shooting up, dude. He's getting tall. He's gonna fill out, dude. He's his frame. He's gonna be That's so he's gonna funny. be really big, uh, big in this business, bro. And um, Jack Cartwheel, the same thing. He's a young guy from California. I think he's a fucking college running back. Also, did you know really? that? Really. Yeah, so not only is he most like, uh, I have to look it up. It's some, I think, Division two school or Division one school, I think, in California or out that way. If West he's Coast, playing D1 ball, there's no way his squad, like his team, is letting him do independent. It's got to be D2s shows. in. But yeah, I know he's, he's, because they talked about it on the show last night, like about him currently being a running back in college. That's, um, I'm, I'm going to look him up as soon as this is over. That's awesome. But yeah, Atticus Kogar uh, had a good weekend. He defeated I've Everett heard of Connors. Him before. And at, yeah, four for a row, bro. That's, uh, Greg Irons. Uh, yeah, yeah, Greg, yeah. Greg, Greg, I was, was going to say, that's how I've heard of Atticus. But. Yeah. Uh, he had a big weekend. Atticus was a big weekend for him. Uh, he wrestled Everett Connors on Friday. Also, it's Gregory Iron, one, but not Gregory Iron. Irons. Yes. Not Gregory Irons, bro. Uh, Gregory. Me. I'm correcting you. He's the original the homie of the show. Yeah. He was our day one is H guest. He, um, he is the day one is H of the show. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Atticus had a big weekend. He wrestled, like I said, Everett. On Friday night, but it was a big weekend for him because of Marcus Crane uh, passing away. I was a, big, a good friend of his, and they had uh, yeah, grown to be very tight. It looked like, and he shared a bunch of stuff with that this weekend, and so it was a nice moment for him for that. And then 
after that match, we had uh, Blake Christian and Alex, uh, Alex Zane against Ninja Mac and Dante Leon. Uh, Blake Christian and Alex Zane, out, fresh off their NXT run, dude, they're just so crisp, so good. They do so many things in the ring that just separate them from everybody else. It's just they're, it's so much fun to watch them. Uh, Dark Sheik beat Colby Carino. Another friend of the show, Colby. He's one of my homies. So that was fun to watch him wrestle this weekend, too. Uh, then we had a trios match. Second Gear Crew, Effie, uh, Matt Justice, and AJ Gray defeated Young Dumb and Broke, Jordan Oliver, Charlie Tiger, and Ellis Taylor. A lot of friends right there. That's like all, all that. I'm, I was going to say, guys. yeah. Who'd That's you like in that one? Uh, I just wanted them to have a good, good match, and they definitely killed it. That was a good, good, yeah. good weekend. A good, a good, uh, Shit, man, Jordan Oliver had a good run this weekend, too, man. And we'll get to that later cool. as well. We'll talk about this nice, nice night. Effie had a big weekend. Uh, to last night, Effie got uh, attacked by Jeff Jarrett, to set, another friend of the show. Yeah, uh, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> to set up. Um, That's who I cheer for anymore. It's like if they've come on the show, they're know, my new yeah. favorite. <laughs> That's what, dude, now, now you're getting into that. See, now you're going to have these prediction problems like I do. That's what happens to me when I do make these predictions. I'm like, oh, me and him, I lost the same. Out. I lost yeah. to Sam last night, big time, because I went all in on the new day, and I was like, I know that I'm probably going to lose on this, but I'm going to bet with my heart. I'm, mm-hmm. I voted. I, I, you Don't know, follow your heart, brother. Um, I know. Yeah, Cal- Calvin Tankman had a good weekend. He uh, he won the scramble over Marcus Mathers, Manders, Yoya, Shane Mercer, and JJ Garrett. Allie Catchby, Charlie Evans, and then you would have loved this. So. Uh, Emil J beat uh, this guy Jay Free in a rap battle. He just dude, <laughs> did he really destroyed him. Yeah, dude, that guy was garbage. And then at the end of at the end of it, uh, the dickhead no sold a fucking chair shot from uh, Matt Justice. He was on the top rope and was like standing there, and Matt Justice hit him with a chair, and the guy just no sold it, did a backflip off. So Justice just cracks him right in the base with it again. Yeah, like yeah, in a company like that, if you no sell, you're probably gonna get a quick receipt, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, then there was a so, death match to close out the show. It was G Raver and Akiro. But yeah, that rap battle, okay. you need to go back and look that up. It was fun. Uh, Emil was talking about, we were talking about that all week, man. He was, for like two weeks, he was so nervous. He'd been practicing. He was so worried he was going to forget his shit, but he did great. He killed it. So that was, that was yeah, a fun uh, Friday night. Who is, who is Mike, Mr. Purple? His studio's yeah, consistently yeah, crack. I can't look at the comments because every time I look over, he's cracking me up. Yeah. Um, that's Mike, yeah, exactly. Mike That's exactly what I was thinking when he said, I just hope everyone has a good time. <laughs> and then that's someone, he was like, you I said just want them all to have fun. <laughs> I love going to Phillies games, and whenever there's a stoppage in play for whatever reason, just chanting, let them play, let them play. This um, last night, it, Dark Dark Sheik had some Psylocke gear. I, I noticed that and commented on the Twitter about it. I was like, oh, that shit's awesome. So, yeah, I'm glad somebody else saw that, too. Oh, I didn't realize that Big E was rocking a Festivus uh, singlet and robe until I saw the pack, the pre-match package on day one. But he wore that on Raw one week, I guess in the last couple of weeks. And I was like, ah, oh, just another reason to love the man. It had a Festivus right? poem. It said no tinsel. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's distracting. Yeah, I find it distracting. I find it distracting. Anyway, Amir, I uh, I saw you mentioned in the comments that you're going to be going to uh, the AW Newark show, and I uh, Brian Wanamaker, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I was going to go to that too, if not for everything ramping up, because um, now I have some newfound 
uh, free time on nights and weekends. So I was thinking, oh, that'll be a good way to to make use of that time and go to that show and, and represent Body Slam for Cass uh, mm-hmm. and also see a hell of a match, right? That that um, that Danielson Hangman match. But um, with COVID, I'm not going to be able to be there. So um, enjoy it twice as much for you and for me as well, because that's going to be a hell of a show to be at live, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, last night, though, I did the same thing. I I just watched GCW last. Night. Oh, no, I did JCW. We're gonna talk about the JCW show too a little bit. That was a fun right. one. That was during the day yesterday. Um, Dude, what were some of your some some of your highlights? Some of the best moments from last night, other than our homie Emil. Right. Uh, and, and you know what's funny? That episode, if you go back into our archives on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform and see our uh, our uh, previous interviews, uh, it was a. About a year ago, uh, where we had uh, GCW's Emil J on, and it was Emil J and the Festivus Miracle, because mm-hmm. we spent about half that episode just talking about Festivus and, and yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld and Festivus. So it all it's all full circle around here, bro. We yeah. all do callbacks. We're we're good on callbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but Friday night was it was they did uh it was good because they did right after the uh, Emil's thing they did uh, the New Year's countdown and then the death match. The death match Friday night was wild as shit too. G Raver and Akira, uh, there was. But it wasn't compared to the match last night, the John Wayne Murdoch and Alex Cologne death match. That shit was fucking insane. Yeah, tell me about that because I wanted to know about what what happened with that and uh, how, what so, was that match like, dude? The match was fucking. They did a good job storytelling leading up to that match too. So there was a lot of good. Uh, there's a good program and story involved with that to make you really feel like the match had something to it, and it wasn't just like. A death match just for the sake of a death match. There was like right. a purpose for it. But, you need uh, that, won, right? And he, def- need, yeah, and he like, defended yeah. his ultraviolet death match title. So he defended the title in the match, but the match was fucking, you know, they, they, it was billed as a like a grudge match, like because it was personal and shit. And they definitely made you feel that way in the match. Like it was mm. brutal, bro. And like Murdoch. So the, the end of the match was kind of fucked up, too, because everybody was a little weirded off. It was, it was a weird finish. So Murdoch gets cut and his arm is just fucking gushing blood and like gigged out like bad fucking bleeding. So yeah. the ref like stops the match because his arm is too bad cut. But okay. they don't really announce that the match was referee stoppage. Like Emil didn't really get on the mic and tell people what was going on in the random crowd. So the crowd's a little mad that the match just got stopped. Oh, don't blame nowhere. that on they, him. No, don't it's, blame it, it was, on him. Eh, kind of was. No. No, no, I'm never going to blame anything on him. Somebody needs to get in his ear and tell him to do that. I'm sure they were. Anyway, but so it was really confusing. So then, the, like, what happened there is just everybody's kind of confused with what happened. They're calling him a fucking pussy. And then the match just, like, something happens. He gets – Cologne starts hitting him with gusset plates in the, on his arm again, where his, like, his arm's all fucked up. And then the match just restarts. It's like, John and Murdoch's like, no, I'm not going to be – the match isn't going to end like that. We're going to restart the match. So now the match is back on. And now they're fighting again. And he's bleeding fucking all over the place. And then eventually he gets put in like a submission hold. And I think just passes out. So now it's like the, the match is over because he passed out. But everybody kind of thinks he quit. They didn't announce he passed out. So now they think that he, okay. he quits. And now the crowd is chanting, you're a fucking pussy. And uh, there was a spot too where Cologne grabbed a drill and like took a drill to his arm after where his cut was. It was it was wild, man. But when he's laying there on the mat, just like blood is just you can see it with his heartbeat, like it's just like pouring. Yeah, so every time his heart would beat, you could see the blood like run out of his arm. So you knew he got cut bad. And his ear, his ear was the same thing. So he's laying there, it's like out of his head and his ear. It was damn. 
Yeah, but the drill was wild too. Like as like they already hit him with the gusset plates and that huge call on his arm. He's in the corner and like they're like, oh fuck, his arm's all fucked up. But then just Cologne runs up with the drill and just drills into his fucking arm again. But that was a wild <laughs> spot to close out the night. But like yeah, the crowd I didn't imagine. know what was going on. The crowd didn't know what was going on though because it wasn't related right. to them that the ref stopped the match the first time. And that when the match restarted, it was because Murdoch wanted it to restart. And then when it ended at the end, they didn't know that he didn't pat that quit, that he just the ref stopped it because he passed out. So there was a lot of like not information. Sounds like a lot of pain for a uh, limited payoff for a lot of confusion. Because it wasn't properly conveyed. Is that yeah, what you're trying to say? And, yeah, because Kevin Gill didn't even know on on commentary, Gill didn't even know what was going on. So Kevin Gill's trying to figure out what's going on and he's missing some stuff with you know the way that it transpired and he and i were texting and talking about it afterwards and he was like yeah i didn't know like i thought this is what was happening because they didn't announce these parts of the match so it should have been more you know what i mean yeah. like there should have been more uh it should have been more clear by way right, of right. communicating with the crowd and the fans uh through the through the referee talking to the ring announcer instead of yeah. it being just like left up to us to figure out what happened but well you know what that's other than that that's yeah. it that's, other than that's, that yeah i, I feel like <laughs> it was that's a really a, fun show that's a um a common common criticism for any indie show because you know you're at limited funds and yeah. you're so used to putting on a show in the ring that if you're going to put on a pay-per-view show you know or you're streaming it it's hard to get the type of production and audio production set up throughout and stay on top of it throughout the night in <laughs> well, addition really, to all of that without they spending really have stepped up there they really stepped up their production value they had new crew uh, for cameras and sound and everything, because that's been issues with the company in the past that I've had people that you've heard people complain about. Like right. the show's great, but I can't hear shit. You know what I mean? Right. Because the commentary is all fucked up or the volume audio levels are off. So apparently they had like a new, like big soundboard, bunch of shit going on this time to step that up because they're going to Hammerstein. Like that's going to be their biggest show in the company's career in two weeks, three right. weeks on the 23rd. So they're like, are you going like, to try to go to that? Oh, I've already got a ticket, bro. I'm I'm already going. Oh, so you're definitely floor. going. I'm definitely going. I'm sitting See, on the See, that's floor. the I've problem. Already, if we're not I've talking in the group hotel. chat, you and I haven't had a long conversation mm-hmm. in probably close to like a month. So yeah. last we talked, you were still thinking about it. No, I've got my ticket now because when I bought my ticket, it was two in the morning and I was talking to KG and he's like, damn, they're about sold out. There's five tickets left. And I was like, oh shit, I might not be able to get in through the boys if it's that sold out. You know what I mean? So I was like, I better buy a ticket. So by the time well, I got Are you there, crashing then? Or are you trying to crash up in New York? I've got a hotel in the like two blocks from the a block from the fucking. Okay, venue. all right, cool. Um, but I uh, so when I bought my ticket, I was literally the fourth to last ticket in the entire building. So like when I bought mine, there was three tickets left. So I was the fourth wow. or fifth last ticket because I think there was somebody else in the queue. So I don't know if, who actually went through first, but yeah, uh, were, okay, yeah, like. Tickets five and four. Might have been, with... might have been our homie Amir who's listening. This dude's all over the place. He's going to the AEW show. He's got his tickets to Hammerstein too. I'm jealous, nice. man. I'm going to be living through you over the next yeah, few should, weeks. Amir should hit me up when I'm up there because I'll be, I'll be there for. I'm flying up Friday the 21st, and then I have the Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday the 22nd that I'm going to go do, and then Sunday the 23rd is Hammerstein, and then mm. I'm there all day Friday, uh, Monday. Excuse me, just a taking the city and cause I'll be all yeah. over the place before I didn't really know how much I actually get to enjoy it. And then I right. fly out Tuesday. So I'm there Friday through Tuesday. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Hammerstein 
just flying right over me. I see how it is. Well, what happened this time? No, 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 no. no, no, I don't need you. I don't need Philly. Oh, oh! Suddenly, you got your own pilot on on stage. He got me. He got me hooked up. He got me hooked up with a buddy pass. So, like, that's actually awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so usually though, I book and I go through my own so I can get the miles and shit. But this time, I'm like, hey man, what's up with you know? Because he's a pilot for Delta, and we went to like school together since we were in elementary school. So, I was like, what's up with that? And it's really fucked up. So. The small airport I live in, in at, or near in Asheville, it's a small one. It's usually like, like so it's more expensive to fly out of there. To I anywhere, love that right? airport, though. I love that airport. It's the so quaint. The <laughs> Asheville airport is like a big bus stop. It's you're in and out. There's no line. There's Dude, never. It's it. it's, it's so fucking nice. great. Yeah. So, but I never fly out of there because like if I'm so my like last time. So when I was trying to go to uh, Grand Slam and everything in New York, right when I flew up to Laguardia. Right. It was going to be like 800 bucks to fly out of Asheville, and it was like 250 to fly out of Atlanta, right? So I'm like, fuck, Damn, I just really? saw some flying out of Atlanta. Yeah, uh, so my buddy, it. this time, he was like, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll get you a buddy pass or whatever. So it's pretty much just like standby, you know what I mean? Like priority standby. But uh, so we're searching for tickets, and he's like, all right, I'll look it up the price for for Asheville and see. And it's like, he did it. It was like 168 bucks. I'm like, oh, shit, that's awesome. So it's like, I'm flying from Asheville to Atlanta, then Atlanta to LaGuardia in a couple weeks. Right. So I was like, well, damn, if it's only 160 out of Asheville, and Asheville's always so much more expensive. I was like, what's it out of Atlanta? So he looked up the price, 178 It was $10 cheaper to fly out of Asheville mm-hmm. to Atlanta to get on the plane I would have gotten on originally out of Atlanta to fly up there. So I saved $10 to not have to drive three hours to Atlanta to get on the same flight that I would have gotten if he had booked me from Atlanta on anyway. I don't understand how that works that's yeah man that's so yeah so yeah because it was like just atlanta to laguardia 178 and i was like mm-hmm. was it a different plane he's like no it was the same timed flight so it's like i fly from Asheville to get on the same flight in atlanta that i would have taken up for ten dollars cheaper dude the uh so, you know i forget where i heard this but most airlines make or break Draco, like thanks buddy good chat with you homie sorry to interrupt you don but no nah, it's all good appreciate um, you stopping by I think so so they they operate at like a razor thin margin, right? And the <laughs> dude, dude, I, got the, I, I do, I'm a networking son of a bitch. I got the hookups. <laughs> yeah, Amir Amir just every time he says something, I'm just so much more intrigued at who the hell is this dude. <laughs> know but i'm gonna find out this guy's like yeah right i like it <laughs> yeah i like it too all right so anyway um uh, amir saying uh cast got the airline hookups and uh if you know you know we'll leave it at that but so these these airlines operate at a razor thin margin and they either make or break each quarter on the gas fuel contracts that they sign and what rate because the market for that is always fluctuating all over Mm -hmm. the place so Mm -hmm. if you get in at an air at a point where um the market goes way up but you're in a structured contract that's set for the next two years or however long they're structured out then you're getting that fuel at a set price that might be you know 20 25 percent less than the market at some points so when all these other tickets are jacking up then you can raise your your prices a certain level and still operate mm-hmm. below market value but higher than what your what your baseline is yeah. um but 
on the flip side of that, if you 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 know lock into a contract and then the the price for the jet fuel drops, then you're paying that set price maybe 20, 25% over what all these other mm-hmm. airlines might be able to get in at. And that's how these airlines that get bought up and, you know, restructure contracts and things like that. I don't know how I got on that topic. Um, Cause we were talking about my flight out of Asheville to Atlanta. Atlanta oh yeah. But that's how, exactly. That's how it gets that complicated is because these airlines mm-hmm. are trying to make up their prices, however they can, whenever they can, just to try to yeah. get it going. And it doesn't make any practical sense. It's just them trying to, you know, get their money back yeah. basically. But uh, yeah, no. So I'm doing I'm doing that one. I've got that flight. So listen to this. So here's what I got coming up this week or this month. Uh, next weekend, I think is Battle for the Belts in Charlotte, the AEW okay. show. I think that's next Saturday. Right. So then Wednesday after that is Raleigh Dynamite. So it's Dynamite and Raleigh. So I'm driving three hours to Charlotte and then come back home. And then a two day, three days later, I go five hours to Raleigh, and I do that, and then. I think that's like the 12th or the 13th or something like that. And then that weekend, the next weekend, so I come home from Raleigh from Dynamite. And then Friday night, I'm going back to Atlanta for Zicky Dice's outlandish whatever show, Zicky's show. And then Saturday's Terminus, the uh, Gresham and Baron Black company debut. So I'm going to be there for that. So I got four shows in the next two weeks. So then after Terminus, I realized that's like the 16th. Well, fucking Hammerstein and stuff's the 21st. So I'm flying out the next fucking weekend to go to New York for the Hall of Fame and Hammerstein. And that closes out the end of the month. Because I'm not doing anything the last weekend other than probably something local. You know, I, mean, I probably will go to something regional if it's in Charlotte or wherever, if there's something the last weekend of the month. And then and then you got go, the Rumble. Yeah, and then the Rumble. And then and the Rumble's February. on the 29th. And in February also, I have probably going to do the dynamite in nashville because if i can drive five hours to raleigh i can drive five hours the other direction to nashville so i'll probably do that one and then atlanta gcw in february is in is march that's in march actually and fucking in march also i've got revolution and the rampage right before that they actually approved me for the scrum this time for revolution so i will be at the media scrum for this pay-per-view. So body slam will have media scrum coverage this, this time. So we missed the last two pay-per-views in March. Tight. Um, but yeah, so March will have revolution rampage those two nights. And then GCW, I think is the next weekend because revolutions on the sixth, my birthday is the ninth and then GCW is the 12th. So it's like, I got a nice bookended wrestling weekends with my birthday right in the middle for March. So I've got a busy next next three months. Yeah, man, you really do. How many miles? I want to know how many miles you have on your car. Oh God! <laughs> uh, since I bought it last year, uh-huh. I put thirty five thousand on it. I think. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh man. Um, before we we wrap up, because we've been on. Oh, for wait, about do, you, an hour do we want to get to GCW yesterday? We didn't even talk about last night's GCW show. Oh my god! All right, well that's that's what I was going to segue into. Was before we wrap up, I wanted to talk about. Um, I I forgot that you haven't even started on that. I wanted to ask about the Scotty Too Hotty, um, Mister Purple Mike in the in the comments was also about, yes uh, yes Amir. We will stream uh, the media scrum. I usually I'll try to do it live. It just depends on the internet in the building. But if not, as soon as it's over, um, I upload everything. So yeah, it, it, I usually can do it live. I try to. Um, so that shouldn't be a problem, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be on the channel. We'll have the entire coverage up here. So sorry, but you were asking about this. 
Yeah. So I uh, I'm very interested in um because when you were mentioning that Scotty Too Hotty was on, I've always been a big fan of Scotty Too Hotty, and uh, I think it was uh, Mr. Purple in the comments that he had a, a tearjerker of a of a promo mm -hmm. too. So how did that yeah. go? What what did he talk about? And what were, so, what were your thoughts? Uh, yeah, that Scott, that was uh, the second or third match of the night. He wrestled Janela, and him and Joey put on a really good match, man. Like the thing with that, the I enjoyed the what I enjoyed about that match is because like. He hadn't wrestled in six years. Scotty Tuhati hasn't been in the ring in six years because while he's been a coach or a trainer in WWE, apparently, like uh, KG said this last night on the commentary that he found out from SAP, that they didn't allow him to take bumps. So the old time WWE employed him as a coach, he wasn't allowed to bump at all in the ring or do any of that stuff. So yeah, he, he had a bad neck, like cervical problem. Yeah, right? so he was just coaching and training without actually getting to wrestle, and that's okay. and he wanted to wrestle. So when he's parted ways with him recently and is no longer a coach, he this was his first match back, and it was fucking awesome. And you get you can see the difference in like what he knows about. So there, the whole beginning, the, the crowd chanted, holy shit, and this is awesome or whatever for a fucking glasses spot at the beginning when they hadn't even touched each other yet. So Joey huh. had his glasses on. Scotty Tuhati pulled out his glasses. He didn't okay. the, then they swapped glasses. And it was, you know, for the first five <laughs> minutes of the match, it's the best thing. I like. Some of the things I like about wrestling the most where it's like Just working the, the crowd, yeah. the hokiness working the crowd without even actually doing anything. Right, and it right, was just right. fucking great. You know, it was, it was, it was nostalgic. Um everything about that match and then it, they went out and that, 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 like i said that was before the match even started you get the whole like ah oh, this is the worm this is scotty too hot you know you feel the character again and then he yeah. just goes on and wrestles and they just fucking they tore it down dude mm. and uh afterwards joey took the mic and you know just pretty much said the same i mean they had a they had a little moment afterwards like a tear-jerking moment where he talked about wrestling and you know being away from it and how he wanted to do it be back and yeah, GCW accepted it, man. It's like, it was great. He did a good job. And I'd, I'd love to see more of him in GCW, and I really hope he get a lot more of it too. But Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really want to go back and watch it, and um, that was one of the things leading – like, as I was watching day one last night when you were going, you know, telling me what was going on, I was like, well, This happened, yeah, like right here. He took a DVD on the apron and then did a cannonball sent onto the floor. Like this is a guy that they weren't gonna allow. Oh to damn, bump. really? And this is a guy they weren't gonna allow to bump, dude. And he's just out there just fucking yeah. killing it, bro. Right. It was it was so fun. It was so it was such a fun match. It was a match that I when I saw them announced that I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Joey Janela and Scotty Tuhati. I never knew I wanted to see that, but then, dude, yeah, it was that's a match that I didn't know I wanted it until I saw it, and now I'm just, it's it's so much fun. It was probably one of my favorites of the weekend. It really was. Right. Yeah. The. uh the you know wwe saying that they can't bump as opposed to another doctor saying they can't bump it's it i think it's not necessarily like on the indies if you can find a doctor uh, a reputable doctor that's going to say look you can do it you know there's always going to mm -hmm. be a certain level of precaution that you need to take now moving forward but you can do it that's a lot different than the wwe doctors that are looking at it from not just the medical but yeah well no because like they've always look wwe is it's always a, it's this there. right here that's what i'm saying it's this it's a liability thing they don't it's want a legal liability that's what i'm saying they All don't right? want to fucking get sued so, they don't want to have to you know well yeah if somebody gets injured in the ring one thing that nobody can ever take away from wwe is if somebody gets injured in the ring they're going to take good care of them yeah but it's you know the the filter 
the medical filter is different in WWE. Yeah, because of the liability. Um, so they're looking, their doctors are told, you know, don't look at it as can you do it. Look at it is as is there any 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 kind of even slight raised level of risk mm-hmm. because yeah, of prior. I'm injury. sure they did, they put it into a formula too right. to be like, okay, how much you know. No, I, th- I don't know if there's a complicated. It's probably a risk reward formula too to be like, uh, all right, you know. Yeah, but I think well, I think it would have to be an extreme situation. I think generally, like looking at it from a legal background, a medical background, I would think that it would be the kind of thing where it's like, if they had an injury before, is there any, and it's a serious injury, is there any legit reason, is there any, uh, any heightened risk moving forward? And if the answer is, well, yeah, yeah, but you know, they can still do it, then it's all right. No, no, they can't do it. Yeah. Whereas if somebody tears an ACL or, or, you know, fractures a, uh, a uh, clavicle or something like that that's going to repair it's like all right is there any heightened risk of it happening again well yeah but not any more so than before all right well yeah let him jump in there yeah no, i agree but anyway uh, also, um shout I'll out talk. andy what's up andy happy new year andy thanks for holding things down at uh on the english side of the on the other side of the pond for us with the british I, and european and, wrestling news man and dude coverage. andy i need you to know oh wait no different person i'm sorry Happy New Year, Andy. Who do you What's, think uh, was? This is my favorite thing. Is I always, I, I always mix him up. No, 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 because he has a show on um, on Body Slam. Yeah, he's T and Tights. He's T and Tights. He's T and Tights, which mm-hmm. uh, you can also catch on Body Slam Net and over at uh, on our YouTube if you're not subscribed already. Uh, they're part of the part of the the new coalition of podcasts that he's been around assembled. for a long. He's been there. Yeah, he's been there for a while. But over I'm a year, almost two years as, now. He was like T and Tights was on there basically from the time that we've been on there. Mm-hmm. Before, right? When, when we before started us. doing this, was it even before us? Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, and we've been we we had our one year anniversary on uh, September 11th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't intentional, but yeah, that's our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Never I always forget. mix him up. But I, I feel bad because I always mix him up with. Um, uh, this Andy, who um, is also from England, who sent me a book to read, uh, a wrestling biography that he wrote. Andy Scott. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Andy Scott, who I'm sorry, Andy Moore, that I, I mix you up sometimes in conversation with him. But um, yeah, this guy, London's Lovable Villains. It's uh, this true story of Chick Cocky Knight's colorful life. So I, would, I told him a while ago that I would read it and then have him on the interview. And now that uh, now that school's out, I have the time. So, what do you want to talk about? We have we're an hour and a half in. Do you want to keep going? Should I we wrap it up? The, I our... want to finish the GCW at least because we barely touched on that from last night. So <laughs> I keep, keep brushing it over. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we talked about Scotty Duhati, but no, like the, the Briscoes defended their uh, GCW tag titles against Alex Zane and Blake Christian, and that match was fucking awesome because you get two freshly removed NXT products that are just real crisp and seasoned right now and just real sharp against the Briscoes who are probably right. some of the best tag team wrestlers ever. And it was just it was two completely different styles that totally met matched up well together and it just worked. Uh, Tankman was, he had an awesome fucking match against Yoya. That was fun. Cause you get huge tank versus tiny little Yoya. I think it was a 230 pound discrepancy in fucking weight during that match. So Tankman at like 360 and Yoya at 130. 
was the weight there. And that was that was a fun match to watch. But uh, yeah, then we had Janela Scotty to Hottie. Then we had the State of the Effie address. And Effie responded to my tweet this morning about it. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. But the. Nah, man, this, I ain't on Twitter. This was Follow the. Follow me on uh, Twitter. This was the moment. Yeah, this was the moment I was talking about with Jer- Jeff Jarrett, where Effie was doing his state of the Effie address, and he announced that he's fine. Effie's fine, and then the lights go out, and when the lights come back on, uh, there's a guy in a uh, cowboy hat and dark clothes, um, standing behind with a guitar, and it's Jeff Jarrett. Wallops him in the fucking head, takes everything off, reveals who it is, and I'm assuming that now sets up. Effie and Jeff Jarrett at Hammerstein. Interesting. Which, uh, fuck yeah. And I was like, is anybody else as excited about the potential Jeff Jarrett and Effie match at Hammerstein as me? And Effie responded, no. (laughs) 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 So Effie's apparently not a fan of me being a fan of Jeff Jarrett. But he's a big friend of the show. So I guess he'll understand. He'll have to understand it. Yeah, he's got got to, man. I mean, J-E-double-F, baby. Yeah. Let me block this user that's spamming out. There we go. Um. Yeah. Did you like yeah. my uh my Did you like my uh my uh, preview tweet this morning talking about your OnlyFans and your shower content? It did. I need to start one up. It's well, actually we, we need to start up Only Slams. Only Slams. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I'm sorry. So keep going. So yeah. So after the Epi address with Jeff Jarrett, we had the number one contender world title Rumble, and Epi was supposed to be in that, but he was replaced with another good friend of the show, Billy Starks. Um. And it was a twenty really. It was a 20-man rumble. Two people entered to start. It was Jordan Oliver. How didn't you tell me that last night, dude? Because you were asleep, and then you woke up, and I forgot. That's all right. Okay. Um, Where where did she enter at? Well, first of all, how many people were in the rumble? 20. 20. All right, so it's a 20-person rumble. It starts with two people. started with Jordan Oliver and Tony Deppin. Okay. And uh, every two minutes, another, another, another person came in. I need to see this. Yeah, so and, uh, ha- homicide ended up winning. So homicide. Uh, okay, I saw a lot of homicide on the uh, on the Twitter. homicide. Now goes on to Hammerstein to face Moxley for the belt at Hammerstein. So we get John Moxley versus Hammerstein or versus Homicide at Hammerstein. So that'll be fucking awesome because okay. you're gonna get Homicide in New York going for the fucking GCW title at you know at the Hammerstein Arena in his hometown, and it's a good way just to. Uh, we all obviously we know that this was supposed to be Nick Gage. You know, this was supposed to be the Nick Gage, John Moxley run program that was going to be numerous sure. matches leading up to their spring break, but Gage got hurt. So we're getting some other stuff now to kind of get us there. What uh when you say Gage got hurt, um, how did he get hurt? How long is he out? Do you know? Uh he hurt his knee. Um that during sucks. it was it beyond. He hurt his knee at Beyond Wrestling a few months uh, back. It was before I think it was before the fucking showboat show that he wrestled Mox at. Was it a tear? Uh, was it a re-aggravation or something? Like how? Oh, we tore. Oh, was it not an ACL? Was it? I don't know exactly which one. But it was pretty bad. Well, because here's the thing: an ACL tear, even a partial tear, is a few months. But you tear yeah, an MCL. I was gonna say you tear like an MCL or something. You could be back in like a month, month and a half. Uh, crazy enough. Um, but if it's a, a several months, then that's um, at least a partial tear of an ACL, most likely. Um, 
that sucks. Yeah, he, he got, had so much heat. Yeah, and it was, deeper, it was you know? right before this big Moxley program happened. Is right. when he got because so he got. You can look. I can look it up. You go look at whenever he was uh, beyond wrestling last. That's when it was. You know what though, man? The Lord works in very mysterious ways, and with everything that's going on right now with COVID, maybe it's for the best that this fire feud um, gets delayed a little bit because it's very public that that Moxley has been. Um, you know, getting his mind right as well. So maybe for, for, but if, if Gage had to have an injury like this, at least it's coinciding with Moxley's time off where, you know, they can get back to maybe a more heated mm. continuous feud before that payoff match, maybe, you know, in the spring or in the, you know, even in the summer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was supposed to culminate at spring break. That was when okay. the plan was to eventually have the, cause it started at Chicago, and it was going to be six months or whatever, you know, because that was Chicago for right. Art of War games. It's when it starts, and then it was going to wrap up at spring uh, spring break. So I, I don't know what – it's supposed to be multiple matches, so I don't know if we're going to extend that now and get more matches to lead to that or if they just kind of, you know, change the plans up a little bit to eventually get to that match. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see soon. They're both they're both coming back. I guess Mox will be back in three weeks for his first match back. Mm-hmm. Um since going into rehab is that is that set in stone or is that kind yeah, of still... mox, mox and homicide at hammerstein they announced okay it. cool yeah that was what cool. that, that that was what the title uh the battle rumble or the royal rumble kind of gimmick the number one contendership rumble match was for was to see who was going to challenge uh at hammerstein at homicide one but yeah uh number 19 billy came in at 19 she replaced effie so she was the 19th entrant uh and then grim reefer or is Grim Reefer, not Reaper, uh, Jay. Grim Reaper. Kids, kids these kids days. these days. She's seventeen. She didn't even know about Reefer anyway. Um, <laughs> Grim Reefer. Came she's in probably she's probably listening. Like, no, they don't know that that's old school drug. There's some yeah, new shit that's out there. That's the that doesn't mean what, that doesn't mean the yeah. same thing anymore. Probably. Old, like, we got we got boomers dictionary. with what their with their yeah. marijuana. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to smoke a Reefer? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so Grim Reefer came in at twenty. Yeah, he was how, the four twenty. So how actually. how did Billy do when she was in? First of all, how did Tony uh, do when quick. he was in? Tony Billy started and he made, Tony started and he he stayed pretty late. Tony was Tony Deppin was one of the final five, I think. He was, Sweet. Um, but Billy, Billy was, was in kind in of. She was in pretty in, in pretty in and out pretty quick. Uh, there was a spot though. With, all right, but that's uh, awesome that she had the spot. That's cool. There was a spot with her and AJ Gray that was, and uh, Allie that was great. So like, I think. Uh, if you see Allie and Billy standing there and then mm-hmm. in the background, AJ Gray just like pops up and just like, really. looks at him and just <laughs> gives him a look and then just like runs through and clotheslines them both or whatever. Okay. It was just, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it means and do I need to. Oh, uh, we're just being. Corny. We're just talking shit. Yeah, we're just, we're just, we're just being corny. <laughs> uh, yeah. AJ, AJ was awesome last night. But there was, yeah, like she said, there was some great gifts out of that uh, okay. from, the, from the match. But yeah, that was a good spot. And then I think uh, she got eliminated pretty quick after that. But um, new gear, new hair. She had a new hair style last night. Billy did. She's got blonde with some blue streaks now. So she changed her look a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know what? She's graduating soon. She's got graduation and all that stuff. She probably has to uh... – wait, no. She already graduated, right? No, dude. She's she 17. Not? 17. Oh. She just turned 17 last month. Damn, serious? I thought she was 17 yeah. when we interviewed her. I thought so, too. She's 16. She just turned 17. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, oh, sorry. Mm. Well, anyway, um, 
Yeah, but so she's probably in her senior year of high school. She probably yep. wants to have a more you know regular look for a little bit. Which is yeah, her and J- her and Jay Shell have been becoming best friend besties, talking about the ACT and school stuff lately. So yeah, they're they're that's what they're I mean. It's so age. wild to just you know what I mean, like trying to compare the two lives. Um, same thing but with yeah, Shell. So, like it, she's in the same same yeah. scenario too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Oh crap! What was I gonna say? Um, I had something yeah, that was in the Billy comments. Graduates next of... down. Yeah. So like, while I was oh, yeah. Jay and I were joking about this yesterday. She posted something. It was like uh, three hundred and so many more days. And I was like, did she just start her barely legal countdown? And she was like, she did. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I was like, god damn it! That gets me mad. That's how I know that I'm like an old man in the comments. It's like, yeah. Well, Jay, you're. you're we were talking colleges last time we were on together. Which, by the way, I uh, I apologize again for for sleeping through the last uh, scheduled broadcast together. I, I um, she was like, "Where's Dom?" I was like, "He's asleep." I yeah, he's asleep. he hasn't responded to me. He's asleep. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it just gets me made, man. Twitter is it's such you you don't you forget how much of a small portion of the world the Twitter audience is. But man, it's just so grimy. Like nobody can post anything without it like no but first of all nobody can post anything that blows up without there being just a certain level of just like poison in the comments and uh i I thought about this recently with shaza she posted something it was like final thursday or final friday or something like that was a bikini pic and um just the, the hate in the comments and just like the straight up like bs but that's what made me think when it was like the the barely legal countdown i was like as i'm sitting here talking about billy i'm sure there's somebody listening who's probably got some kind of like screwed up comment like waiting in their heads you know what i mean and it's You're just gonna it's, take that way out of context and doesn't it just sucks. Like, we're friends with this we're friends with this girl we're not meaning that any way at all but, yeah, but even in general you know what i mean like just the, the, that's Everywhere, like, uh, yeah, like just everywhere. any comment and any Twitter thing. It's well, just oh, dude, so last, there was a little bit. Of, Twitter sucks, man. That's why I was never on beef. it. There was a little bit of beef last night. Um, who with who? So hold on. It See, and, about, and Jay, don't even bring about, that up. Don't even bring that up because, unfortunately, in the comments, Jay, I'm sure there's so many guys that are probably in your DMs all the time that say the exact same thing, and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sorry that you got to deal with that. I'm sorry well, Billy probably has to deal with that, and I'm sorry Shaza has to no, deal with it. It was because uh, uh, nobody's hitting me up in my DMs. You know what I mean? It was some Twitter <laughs> beef about, and it's wild. It's between AJ Gray and Ron. Hunters. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this? No, 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 no! I didn't even hear what you said. I just <laughs> Jay Shaw cracking me up in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, touche, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, we were talking about it yesterday. We were talking about it yesterday. Like, money, bro. Do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. So, yeah. No, there's, yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Waiting. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and you put somebody no, so on last night, recently. Well, okay, God. Uh, probably. But no, so last night, like, somebody made a – Ron Funches made a comment about – and it was that that spot I was talking about where you have Allie and Billy standing there kind of with their backs to the camera, and then AJ pops up and cuts him a look. Uh, and now I'm pretty sure like, Ron Funches knows Billy, knows wrestling, and I don't think he knew that she had changed her hair and that that was her. Because he made a comment, and he posted, uh, Ron Funches posted, it's like, and it showed that, and it was like, this is the first scene of every Black.com uh, video. You know, 
funny to me is just like the a porn video comment or whatever. Right, and somebody right, was right. like, and, and, and it is like, hey, she's 17. Like, that's fucked up. And he was like, I didn't know that was her. You know, he probably didn't, but I get, and now that's a big beef. Now it looks like him and AJ going back and forth at it. So somebody sent me that. Oh, really? And yeah, dude. And like him and Ron Funches are talking shit. Ron's like, I didn't know she was a minor. You can reach me directly. Fuck off. And then AJ's like, nah, this ain't something to thank me about. We, I ain't arguing with a brick wall. Dude, they're going back and forth about it. And it was wild, man. Like, I'm looking at it right now. But, yeah, Twitter, man. Twitter's wild. Um, what else from last night? Anything else you want to hit on? Uh, well, that yeah. So and then after that, after that rumble or whatever, we went straight into the, um, the, the uh, fucking death match to close it out. Um, mm. or whatever and that match was like i said there was a lot of storytelling in that one but at the same time like there's a confusion too but bro, it was it was a fucking violent bloody war and it ended with alex cologne going to the locker room after the match grabbing fucking john wayne murdoch's gear bag dragging his gear in and throwing it into the ring and saying get the fuck out of my company and being like this is gcw you don't belong here it was a wild ass like wow yeah, I mean, because that's the whole thing is like Murdoch's not GCW. He's from like right, uh, right, right. the other deathmatch company, and they were yeah. kind of like having a you know. So it was there was some good storytelling. It was a good. Uh, so that was after the match. He came back out after the match. Threw his gear yeah. Back so after the, the match was over, they're still in the ring, like showing you what's going on. Cologne like just takes off to the back, goes and grabs his gear bag, drags and just throws it over the top rope and it, at him in the ring while he's still like bleeding and getting his arm fucking taped back up. But I think that pretty much set up the Akira versus Alex Cologne uh, program next because Akira was involved in that. Is like he was in the middle of his two mentors feuding or whatever, and he was trying to be the voice of reason uh, during okay. it. And then there was the moment where like Cologne was like, shut the fuck up, threw him down. And he got back up and was like, you know, hey, what the fuck? And then he just like hits him with the light tubes at the end. And like, uh, okay. kind of just, like, dude, I hate light tubes. I wish they would stop using light tubes, man. Dude, so many. Like, oh, there was a. Sp- but with the light tubes that I was like, I thought G-Raver was going to die Friday night. Him and Akira, there was some weird spot on the top rope where they had a light tube there on the top rope. And then they were like flipping to the ground with it. And he was getting hit in the air as he was doing like a Huracan Rana or some kind of shit, maybe if I remember correctly. So he was like, as the guy that's, you know, and he was going to hit the guy that was getting flipped down. But the way he landed... So the, the, the light tube kind of lands on the ground vertically and G-Raver kind of landed on it. I thought it was going to impale his fucking side, but it didn't. He had this like court, he had this like heavy gear, like chest gear on, like a shirt kind of thing. And it looked like it, that uh, probably was what stopped it from like literally gigging him and like impaling him. That's why I hate light tubes, man. It's just like. Yeah, and Akira was eating light tubes just on use Friday night. tubes if they have them. Like it's, yeah, Akira uh, just, was just eating glass, bro. He was like, on Friday night, he just like put the light tube in his mouth, was just like crunching it, and his mouth was bleeding and shit. It was fucking wild. Really? It was, it was that's a good wild. visuals. Yeah, that's there a was wild some good look. visual spots from those matches. Um, and death matches aren't like something I seek out. Like, I don't mind them. I don't love them. You know, it's not my fucking style. I mean, it's really not my favorite style of wrestling. I'm not squirmish of blood by any means, like at all. But... You know, it's not something that I like seek out and be like, oh, I can't wait to watch this death match, you know, like death match tournament or be something right, like that. Right. But I, I won't not watch it, you know, and I enjoy it as long as it's done well. I think there's a place for it. I really, I really do think there's a place for it. Oh, that. yeah, for sure. I'm not saying like outlaw death matches. No, there's, just... tons of, there's tons of people that are like that. They're like, this is terrible. This is garbage. This doesn't belong in wrestling. And I think it does. There's a, there's definitely 
it's its own style. It's its own special art form. It's just so fucking dangerous, man. And that's the thing. It worries I just hate, me. It just, yeah. I get, I get anxious and I get worried, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's kind of fun when you watch something and you're like, God, this is so off the rails. You know what I mean? That you know that they know what they're trying to do, but it's just so dangerous doing it that you're just like, Oh God, it could happen in any moment. You know, like it's hundred percent. You hit it on the head right there. But for me, the anxiety that I feel when I'm seeing somebody put their literally put their life on the line mm-hmm. just for the payoff of like you get through it safely. It's yeah. sometimes like like you said, there's a place for it. But for me personally, I can't like tune into just a night of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't that's why I like GCW the way they do it. It's like you get one of those probably, unless it's the right. deathmatch tournament that they do, the Nick Gage invitational or whatever, you know. Right, right, right. So that's not all it is, right? Yeah, it's not all it is. And that's the a stigma that people think about. Like, they, oh, that's that deathmatch shit or like whatever. It's like, yeah, it's there, but that's not what I mean. You're going to get everything on a GCW right. card. You're going to get and look at the you know, AEW crazy slash, scramble. Yeah, look at look at the last rampage. I mean, they yeah. had that that wild street fight and then they had a uh, very important homie of the show, uh, Ethan Page on with uh, with Cody. They had a good match. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? On this, just right there. I was surprised that the street fight wasn't the main event, but. Dude, you know, Colander's the main event. Dude, he's got to cure everything. Colander? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've seen Homelander. Yeah, right? You know, you've seen The Boys, right? You've seen that show. Yeah. Yeah, I love that's one of my favorite like, new things is him, him wearing the Homelander uh, gear and people calling him Codelander. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, Cody. Uh, Cody. Wow, Let's, yeah, uh, we could we could get into some Cody stuff. I like Cody. I, it's hard to yeah, me too. I, I like him and I don't like him at the same time. You know what I mean? It's but I like I kind of like his heel stuff. I like what he's doing as a heel. The the oblivious, uh, obvious but oblivious heel work that he's doing is it's fun. But oh, look at this, Mister uh, my man, our man Mike, agreeing with you. Ethan Page, the greatest Canadian Dude, he, wrestler. He does not need a mouthpiece. Neither does Scorpio Sky, for that matter. Neither no, of them they don't. Need, I mean, look, I, I get they don't it. need it's it, but it's a team. Yeah. But I, I want to see Ethan Page with a title around his waist and a mic in his hand. That's, that's how I want to see mm-hmm. Ethan Page on AEW. Um, that being said, there's a lot more we can talk about. Uh, and I. I Looking forward to uh, maybe next weekend jumping back on, doing another mm-hmm. show with you if you're if you're available for it. But yeah, you wanna... uh, uh, Sunday definitely. Saturday I got um, Battle for the Belts. So All right, we could do Sunday. That works. Why don't we Saturday nights after Battle for the Belts gimmick too? Yeah. Why don't Why don't we uh, Why don't we wrap this up though? And yeah. uh, and we can give our we can each give our final thoughts. But before we do so, I want to remind everybody who's listening. First of all, thank you so much for for hanging out with us today and listening to this episode. Uh, make sure again to win my stuff. Uh, I got a lot of stuff on the line. We got some autographs and a uh, uh, stone Let's cold. Let's address this real quick. Let's address this real quick before we go. You see this comment right here? The third TVS title reign. <sighs> You guys are lucky you didn't get it in fucking September. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe that's why I'm so because I was expecting it since I told fall. you guys. Remember that was the yeah. I wrote that and, report, and that's the thing. So when I wrote that report the day after All Out, it's like, hey, Cody's coming back real soon within the next two weeks, and he's got big. There's a big plan for when he comes back. The big plan I was talking about wasn't his Malachi Black feud. It was this fucking TBS title title run, right. which or TNT title run, right. which had been. Uh, 
that, that was in the books since sept, uh, since September. So I knew that I had, and it was set in stone since then because it's been set in stone. I knew he wasn't going to take it off Miro. Right. Remember we talked about that. Cause I remember saying like, yeah, I don't think he's taking it off Miro. I heard it was somebody else. So somebody that was going to be a transitional champion from Miro to Cody. And it just sucks that Sammy was the, that was his role. But I mean, he had a good little run too. I mean, Sammy got a belt. Dude, I don't feel bad for Sammy right now. Dude, I don't oh, think so anybody about, feels bad for saving before we get off, right Before now. <laughs> we get off here, let's talk about that. So we don't have to. We don't have to. Friday, I want to. Friday night, in the midst of all that drama, you he posts that picture of him and Tay. Like, I didn't, Happy New Year, us together. Did you see that, maybe, Sammy and Tay? I, nah, but I know they were kind of basically like like publicly out about it for no they were not publicly out about it that was the thing they were posting all kinds of pictures and stuff but hanging out but see when sam so you're way off you don't even know what's going on so you know sammy is apparently i do you should have hit me up for news on this one because i was in the know before i was in the know for a long time on this one too i was in the know a long time for this one too it was just like it hadn't publicly said anything yeah when sammy gets back together with uh, his fian- his ex fiance. You're gonna get a lot of hate mail and a lot of DMs complaining. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, the amount of was... hate you got for that Charlotte and Jade thing is in like people can't break up and get back together. It's exactly, but even still, it's literally the equivalent of people like mailing in like complaint letters to the National Enquirer. Right, like, you Dude, were telling me to kill you myself said, on Christmas. You said that the queen was gonna get abducted by aliens, and she didn't do it. <laughs> Dude, people were literally telling me to kill myself on Christmas because they were back together, and they were like, "We knew you were a liar. Go ahead and kill yourself now." I'm like, "What, guys? Merry Christmas, also, but fuck you. Obviously, you've never been in a relationship. Like, you, they were definitely broken up, and they definitely got back together. Like, yeah." It happens, but yeah, I just no, think talking about wild. like, like their own personal shit. That's that. That's yeah. That's, that's why that. I didn't. You know, other than the initial report. I All I was gonna say was I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna feel bad for Sammy. Right? No, no, but <laughs> you do. I do feel like uh, a favor got called in on Friday night to be like, hey, we need to deflect some of this attention. Why don't you guys post that picture of you guys together and be? Yeah, that was a wild mm-hmm. little like the timing was kind of whatever, and Twitter was taken off on that too. Be like, there was a favor called in there. That was some deflecting strategies, Maybe. but man, but yeah, good for him, I guess. I mean, it sucks for, I guess, his ex fiance situation, but I, I, that was a long time coming. I, I sensed that. I think everybody did too, but that sucks. But good for Guys, him, I guess. Thank you so much for listening. Where can we find <laughs> and, you, Dom? Dom, where I was going to say, everybody? well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Make sure that you, um, uh, participate in our giveaway that that we're going to be given the next round of win my stuff competition. We have What's some up? autographs. What are you giving away? We have uh, a book that I won twenty plus years ago at the Scholastic Book Fair. Uh, now nah, 20, 20, 20 years ago on the dot, actually. So the twentieth anniversary of me buying it. Um, and uh, we're going to send that out to the winners. Make sure to participate by subscribing and to us on uh, on our YouTube Body Slam Net. Uh, take a screenshot that show that you follow us and subscribe to us there. And then hit us up on Twitter. Follow us on BodySlam underscore pod and the head honcho account, BodySlamNet. And at the BodySlam pod Twitter, we're going to have the pin tweet up top. Make sure you post that screenshot. It's in a ponytail, us. Make sure you post that screenshot following us and put it in there. We're going to pick a winner from there. That's how you win. Guys, thank you so much again for listening. Do you want to give final thoughts before we head out, Cass? 
Yeah, man. I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. I want to thank all of our followers and all of our new followers and um, just all of our original Day One is H followers that have helped support Body Slam and all of our podcast products and you know all the stuff that we're putting out for you guys, man. I mean, really, like, if people don't watch, what's the fucking point of doing it? You know what I mean? So that's why we're here. So I appreciate all of you guys. Uh, you know, we got a lot of new stuff coming, too, for you. Um, like I said, we debut a new show today at 6 uh adh divas uh with j shell um Haley ann and uh kylie we have uh starting i think tomorrow on monday we got a new um daily uh like a daily news show this is going to be a guy uh stephen falls he's going to start covering just like i guess the the day's top news news pieces and do like a little quick video for that so we're going to have some you know some new stuff coming in and we got other shows that we're going to debut soon that we've got in the works that we haven't quite uh aren't quite ready to to release information on so we got a lot of stuff planned for you guys man so just you know keep checking back we've got lucy rules uh wrestling rules with lucy new episodes of that uh we didn't have one this week i think we should have one next week um, she's my favorite you know, dude she's the best so she had a I big hope, holiday i hope santa did her well for uh i sure santa did i i know santa uh i know i know santa santa's a good guy i'm sure he that doesn't shock lucy. me yeah uh so yeah, we got new episodes of that coming. Uh, I'm on a little bit of a hiatus on my chop series. I apologize. It's not because of the fact that I don't want to do them. It's just I haven't haven't got anything recorded uh, going forward, and it's because of kind of COVID got in the way um, this last week. So when I was trying to go to Greensboro during Dynamite, I had some stuff planned to record, but people uh, kind of we had some cancellations on just some COVID issues. So I plan on recording a bunch of episodes this month uh, for you guys. Like I said, I got shows every week for the next three weeks after this weekend. So I'm going to try to record as many episodes of Cassie takes chops from pro wrestlers and put them in the can to keep stuff going for you guys. So yeah, we're going to have a lot of content and you know, I'm going to keep trying to break some news, keep some stuff going for everybody. So keep coming, checking back the website and uh, I don't know, man, you can follow me down here at castle with three O's and that's about uh about a lot, man. What about you? you? Got anything else to tie it out yeah. with? Yeah. Final thoughts. I tipped on this a little bit earlier. Uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Reserve the um, disappointment on what they did with Bianca Belair until WrestleMania. Because even though it's not right, and even though Bianca, like I said in my New Day episode uh, a while back, where they're at with Bianca is exactly where they're at with the New Day. Um or where they were at with the New Day a few years ago. It's bigger than wrestling, and they need to recognize that. That's where they dropped the ball with the Hurt Business. It's bigger than wrestling, and they need to realize that. Um, that said, Bianca is the EST across the board, right? Mm -hmm. And they really did her dirty when they had her drop the belt in 26 seconds to Becky. But maybe we're only still in the first chapter of what is a year and a half long story because if we only look at it from a wrestling standpoint they write wrestling wwe writes wrestling with a selective memory and with a, a understanding that we can erase whatever level of what we did in the past by telling the story from a very specific angle in the vignettes moving forward and even though they did the EST so bad when they had her drop the title the way they did, it makes for a compelling storyline because 
with the day one vignette that they the package that they put together for her it, it shows she's never been in that situation before she's the est she's the smartest the fastest the strongest she's got the highest vert she you know what i mean everything comes naturally to her because she's that good and if suddenly we're in a situation where she wins the second royal rumble headlines a second wrestlemania and beats Becky for that title at WrestleMania, then suddenly I don't remember how she lost that quick. I'm thinking about how now she's Miss, or I'm sorry, Mrs. WrestleMania. We don't have a Mrs. WrestleMania. You would think probably Charlotte should be, just but, but nobody's taken on that moniker. And suddenly, you know, if we look a few months in advance, we see somebody who is mrs wrestlemania still the est and it tells a compelling story along the way because she's not just you know the female superman or superwoman where she's just unbeatable um but she also avenges that loss that embarrassed her and humiliated her in a way that she's never been before and that's what i'm waiting for if that doesn't happen then um then 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 that's when my last sec like last chance i'm done i'm pissed but i'm reserving my venom for that until after wrestle or at least until after the rumble i i would love to see her when go two for two in the rumble two for two at wrestlemania has, you know what i mean like that would be enough in my at least in my opinion to overcome how they did her dirty at SummerSlam and brought her back Hold on, and right here. <laughs> Put you on the spot, bro. I do something on the spot, bro. Nah, nah, I do something embarrassing all the time, but I'm, I'm, I definitely don't have faith that this is going to happen. I'm just hoping that this happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm all holding right, out, so open. But yeah, you're not going to put your money where your mouth is. Then is what you're saying. No, because this isn't me saying that that's a, a bet or something that I'm that, that I'm expecting to happen. I'm just hoping that if they do it this way then that'll be enough to get me to overcome how I felt about it. You know what I mean? Because I from a, a, a just a wrestling standpoint, that's how they do. You know, mm -hmm. they make you forget about um, the last three years and they'll bring back something that happened at a big event four years ago. And then suddenly that's a major focal point in a storyline that they're telling four years later, because that's just how they do. And they could do the same thing with Bianca. And if they do, then suddenly it doesn't seem as um, much of a, uh, uh, just a slap in her face as much as it seems like something that had a long-term storyline pan out. That's all I'm hoping for. But I'll tell you what, Jay Shell, boring. All right, I'll do something embarrassing if you do something embarrassing. Let's play in a bet for the Rumble because everybody who's a fan of the show knows me, Rumble knows time. that I – I, I'm not That's a gambler. Gamble. That's I'm not, Exactly. I am not a gambler by any stretch of the imagination, but I like to gamble for the Rumble. It's the one night of the year where I let my hair down and I gamble. So I, I'm uh, still mad about last year's Rumble. Dude, dude. I, you, I would be if I were still, you too. I lost $1,000 because of WWE's stupid bullshit backtracking their fucking plan. <sighs> hey, man. I, I'm sure they did that just for you. That's why we need to. We need. You should not have mentioned it on on uh, on Twitter beforehand. What number you had? <laughs> anyway, That's exactly look, what happened. Jay Shell, I will. Uh, I'll do. Me too. But 
it's different. <laughs> hey. Anyway, anyway, Jay Shell, I'll be in touch. We'll make a, a side bet. We'll do something fun for Body Slam. Maybe we can get Cass involved too. Um, but let's uh, let's go out. Those were the longest last uh, last thoughts for both. That's of us. all right, man. We had a fun day. It was a fun Sunday. We we needed to catch up. So, but and look, I'll hit you up after the episode. We can we can talk off air. Yeah, we'll should chat a little bit. But everybody, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you uh, you follow us on all our platforms, especially on YouTube and Twitter, so that you can participate in our giveaways. Um, and uh, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy everybody. New Year, everybody! Thanks for taking us out.